0: In this week's episode of Tapping In, we're going to take a little bit of a step aside from the jiu-jitsu mats and start talking about something that we're seeing every single day and something we're hearing a lot about. What is toxic masculinity? What is masculinity in today's world? Does training jiu-jitsu automatically make you tough? I don't think so. I think there's a lot of things to go into, and I think there's a lot of things that we all need to make ourselves stronger and to demand the respect that we deserve as human beings and we're going to get into that in this week's episode. We're also going to talk about some horror films that I truly enjoy and my absolute crippling fear of flying along with some funny funny stories along the way. This is tapping in episode 23. Enjoy the show. All right, we are back.
1: Yes, sir. Absolutely. We are
0: we are, I really got to tap in today. Okay. Well, I'm right. like I'm sleepy, man. I'm tired.
1: Seriously? <clears throat> Alright, yeah, walk me through your day. What what what's going on? I
0: mean nothing really
1: out of the ordinary.
0: Um Let's start so with
1: what time you're waking up in the morning? Six thirty. Okay. Six thirty. I'm up. All right. And then i am probably going to bed around. You dealing with the kids at that point or are they still <clears throat> still
0: asleep? Yeah, Beansy Boy's up. Okay. Beansy Boy's up. So I'm kinda like in and out, like awake but kinda yeah. laying there uh. and he's like, you know, playing with his toys. Steph's getting ready for uh. work. I oh, said so the whole family's up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's up. Okay, wow. Steph is up by 5.30 every day. Every okay. single day. And then she's out the door by 6.45. She's
1: taking Juliana with her? She's or?
0: taking Juliana with her. Wow. She's taking okay. the jewels, Juju beans. Juju um, beans. So then I'm like up with Benny, and then I'm getting, you know, my work is all virtual.
1: Right, so you're home. So
0: I'm on the laptop, but I'm, I'm in a virtual classroom. So okay, I'm getting... Benny ready for school, but he's actually pretty like uh, he can do things on his own. So I'll be like, all right, he's, he's five at this point. He's, he's five and a half. Himself. He's dressing himself. Okay. Does he um, pick his own outfits or? Uh, hell no. Hell no. <laughs> he would just he would just wear all red, like he's a blood. Is that his thing? That's his color, dude. He was so upset for New Year's because he had to what wear black. He had to wear black sneakers. <sighs> And I'm like, like, you you can tell. Like, he was like, oh, they don't fit. And he started getting upset. Uh So instead of getting frustrated with him, I was like, listen, like, are you upset? Like, I took a different approach. I was like, okay, let's talk about what you're feeling and let's figure out why you feel that way. Right. And then finally he was like, I was like, is it because you can't wear your red shoes? He's like, yes. I was like, dude, you can't wear those red sneakers all the time. I know you love them, but you can't wear your red sneaker. He loves red. That's his color. Hey, man.
1: Red's a great color. Yeah, it's a good color.
0: So, um. So he gets, he dresses himself. I'm logging into the laptop, checking emails, getting the class started, talking to any students that might have any questions about, you know, whatever the topic was or whatever we're going over. Right. And, you know, his staff pre makes his breakfast.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah.
0: She does, dude. She's. So is he a, a cereal
1: kid? Is he an eggs kid? Like, what, what are we talking about? Depends on the
0: day. Some days okay. it's cereal. Some days it's pancakes. Some days it's French toast, yes. waffles. Uh, today was uh, scrambled eggs and a sausage.
1: When I was a kid, it was all about. Frosted Flakes, Apple Jacks, oh, Cocoa Krispies, <laughs> yeah, Cocoa pops, Cocoa. Yeah, no, no. he everything. does like
0: straight like Cheerios, <laughs> no additives and sugars and preservatives yeah. and all that. Steph's good about it, man. She's a great mom, phenomenal. Yeah, mom. yeah. I can't say anything. It it's mean. wild the things that she does. So then I take him to school, and it's like you know an hour and a half mad dash of getting everything ready, right? And then like you know a quick twenty minute trip, you know, drop him off, come back home because school's like maybe like five ten minutes away. Beautiful. Does he like the school? <clears throat> he loves it beautiful he's right. got a, he's got a friend there her name is olivia Ooh. yeah olivia she sends him uh drawings i'll be like who, who'd you do who this he's like <laughs> olivia i'm like oh god <laughs> so it starts but um olivia. yeah so then you know now we're now my class starts officially at you know 830 we're like we're going it's not just i just want
1: to make sure people know this This is at the train this is the train this is my this is my actual career Career job it's my real job it's one that you know
0: pays my bills okay Uh, unless you guys start getting some more of your friends to listen to this podcast in which case (laughs) then this could pay the bills and i could just talk listen if you if you guys really start pushing this podcast and get more people to listen yep we can do more episodes Hey man, I'll, you know, let's. People are some. like, oh, let's do two episodes a week. You guys should make more content. It's like, motherfucker, share it so I can get paid.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Rogan's got 11 million
1: listeners yeah, but, a week. All right, all right, Rogan and a lot of these guys do the YouTube thing. Is it that we're not good looking enough? I mean, I know you're good looking. But I, I you're you know. you're definitely good looking enough.
0: Okay. I don't know. I just I don't have the energy to
1: edit it, set up the cameras and everything. Yeah, I, mean, like that.
0: I think we could probably figure something out. You know what? Let us know. Do you think we should start doing a video podcast Should we record think- these podcasts on video?
1: I bet you that kid Fox would uh, would help out. Him he could the, probably Mike. He could probably fix it. Yeah. Set us up. We can probably
0: get a lot of people that could help us up with the, help, help us out with that. Exactly. But uh, yeah, we let us know. Let us you hit could us. could do
1: the whole Howard Stern thing. Yeah, hit us up in uh get a whack pack going here and everything. <laughs> could you imagine? Yeah. You know, <laughs> let us know.
0: Hit us up on the DMs. Let us know if you think we should start doing some video episodes. But super. But someone actually told me that we should do video because they said that I'm very animated when I speak. Yeah, exactly. So, like people get your voice; they don't get like all your yeah. animations and I'm
1: like mm, I don't know that may be too much for some people but <laughs> that's I, when you I, get to, that's when you get to the mall and like people like hit you up for an autograph or something like that or
0: you know I see if I was by myself I wouldn't like it but if I was yeah. with Steph I'd be like fuck yeah Yeah. like you better behave Baby, did you see this you better behave <laughs> mama I got options out there <laughs> it'll just be a bunch of dudes exactly. cauliflower ear <laughs> like hey Professor Greg get your autograph I'm like god <laughs> but you, know,
1: you don't think like every rock star does the same thing <laughs> like yeah. when, they out of their, stars, when they look at rock stars when they look at their audience and it's like it's all guys they're like what the fuck are we doing wrong We're here <laughs> doing something wrong but uh but
0: i got a funny story about about jujitsu fame but uh so anyway so i get back to the house it's like 8 30 and then you know we go and you know for the most part like the day i can, I can spread it out and it's pretty good. But. We, this class is at the end. Okay. So they started at the end of July and they take their, their, you know, their big exam. There's three big exams. Uh, this is their second one, okay. but this one's important because after this one, they can start working. So they work, okay. they right. work for a whole year by themselves before they come back to become actual, you know, conductors, Got, it, got which it. is the head end, like you're doing all the stuff. So I got to make sure they're ready. So this is how I earn my paycheck. This is why I get away with the shit. I get away with that work. Like when people are like, well, why does Miguel get to do this? Why does, Mm -hmm. because I have a, your people pass, they pass. Yeah. And not just pass, like very, very high scores. Um, so this is like, you know, I'm like, I'm like Edward James Ogles in Stand and Deliver. Like this is like like they're taking the calculus test, and I'm like, come on. Yeah, exactly. I gotta reach these kids. Like I'm like, come on, guys, don't disappoint. And I tell them too. I'm like, listen, if you guys shit the bed, I lose all my freedom and all my privileges. Exactly. And you know, even though it's you know, this is my you know, not my first rodeo, I still get very nervous. I'm sure you do. So basically, I have to cover everything, everything we've covered in
1: about six months. I now have to cover it in four days all right so you're taking everything in six months and you're kind of condensing it down to a like a four day wow cram session dude holy shit brutal and And you're involved with that it's like like uh, what do you prepare like a summary of everything or no so what i have is i we go by the um we have a book that we actually use it's the the
0: northeast operating rules advisory committee um and that's all the rules that we have to follow mm-hmm. any trade on the Northeast. And we have to go by those guidelines. So I actually have a copy and I have all the material with the notes and what needs to get hit and how I break it down. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I make sure I cover what needs to get covered. And uh, we go we go through that. And
1: Now, are these uh, the test is like multiple choice or is it uh, you know, essay? <sighs> I mean, what are we talking here? It's multiple choice. It's some fill-in,
0: but the words are very and like, and that this is the one thing that I really stress when I teach it. Right, terminology is everything. Right, right, right. Everything. That's the language everybody is speaking? You, you know. Well, this book, I tell everyone, like this book was written for lawyers by lawyers. Oh, so if gosh. you guys make a mistake, <laughs> they can be like, nope, you violated this rule. Um, so, you know, I really break down the key terminology, the proper verbiage. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's what you're looking for. And I have a couple other things that I give them to like help them take the test. Right. Because right. I only think knowing the information is only half of it. You have to know how to take the test. Oh, you got to apply it and yeah. like, be able to, yeah, know, you know there, that. There's tricks to test taking. Um, so, this has been that week. And uh, daddy's tired. <laughs> like, oh, like, imagine, like, l- like, imagine, like, sitting down and reading for six hours. But now imagine, you know, reading for six hours out loud oh, yeah. and then trying to dissect what you just read. Yeah, you got to fucking inhale and, this information yeah. and, and you understand know what? it. And this is why I love when people talk about, not to get back to uh, the covidious, but when people are like, put my kids back on virtual. It's like, I, as someone who's teaching virtual, not flying. I'm telling you right now, it's doable. It's very doable, but it's fucking hard, man, because yeah. I don't. So we're on Zoom. You can only put so many people on the screen. Right. I'm looking at the material that I'm teaching. I can't read any body language. Nothing, I can't, nothing. I can't really gauge by the look on your face to right. see like, all right, this person is not getting it, that person. So I'm really dependent on like, when I ask, like, do you get it? And mm. I, I stress, I'm like, if you don't tell me, like you need to tell me you don't understand this right? because I don't have any nonverbal communication, you don't have any context clues, nothing's None. going and on. Yeah. And, you know, I am very animated when I teach. You know, I'm walking up and down the aisle. I'm using the the smart board. Right, right, right. You know, now I'm confined to just looking into a camera. When is that going to change? I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. Not for my job, at least. Wow. And there's reasons for it that that I'm not going to get into
1: because then I can get in trouble. But, uh, you know, we're hiring a lot. and I think they're realizing that, like, they can kind of get away with it by Mm -hmm. doing Zoom. It's like a cross-cutting thing now and, you know, people don't have to schlep and commute to work and that sort of thing. And One well, thing is too, like, you also have to understand, like, I'm teaching adults. Yeah.
0: So it's like, figure it out. You're an adult. Yeah. This yeah, is for yeah. a career. Right, right. You know, some of you people are going to make more money than you ever thought you would. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you're like, you can change the cycle of your, your family with yeah, this. trajectory of your life. Oh, absolutely. So. so when people talk about kids go virtual go virtual i'm like listen i see how adults are struggling yeah kids are struggling when you go virtual and the I teachers mean, i don't want to get get involved in that whole teachers thing teachers are having a hard yeah. time and it's like when parents are like I, I just people are so quick to jump the gun and be like we need to go virtual it's like you need to think about how this is affecting totally. those kids they're not getting the information the right way Nothing. the teachers aren't teaching it the right way i don't care how good of a teacher you are you're not going to be the same in front of a camera as if if you were in the classroom absolutely performing true. absolutely performing you know radio actors were not as good as you know no. Broadway actors. Nope. There's a difference. Yeah. It's a different performance. but So, yeah, I'm tired. So, the test is Friday. Uh, tomorrow is my last day of the review. This I, I will say this. Though. Well, I want
1: to just go back to this. So, you wake up 6 o'clock. Steph's up at 5.30. She takes Giuliani. You got uh, Beansy boy. the Beansers. Yep. Okay. He goes to school. So, now you're at home. Yep. 9 o'clock in the morning, let's say, to what? 3? 8.30...
0: Eight thirty to about three, yeah. Okay.
1: Now, what occupies your time? <laughs> uh, literally, I'm teaching the whole time. Okay, so you got one class after another. Holy shit! It's it's the same class. It's the
0: same twenty five guys oh, and girls. So it doesn't we'll, boggle we'll go, your mind after a while. It does. It and then the words start to get mixed yeah, up. Exactly. And, you know, sometimes I start having almost like Groundhog's Day, where I'm like, Did I teach this already? <laughs> right. Exactly. Because I go class to class to class. Like I don't really get much of a lull, and I'm
1: just like, I just
0: did I teach you How guys How do you this? break
1: the monotony? Like, do you go, you run around that, around the block or something? So what I do is after every You're 60, strangle the postman? Every I mean, 60 to 90
0: minutes, we take a break. Okay. And I'll give us like a 30 minute break. And <clears throat> I'll use that time to like answer emails. Right, right. And there's always one student that's like, hey, Miguel, do you got a second? And I'm like, yeah. sure. Give me a call. And then we go over some stuff. Right. On. So I'll get like 10 minutes to myself. Okay. And uh, I'll probably just like hide in the bathroom. You catch a lunch break at all? I usually just wait to eat when we're done. Oh wow. So you're yeah. going nine to three, no eating. Well, no, just trying to bang wow. it out. Yeah. Mm. Sometimes I'll uh sometimes I'll have like a snack. I mean, here's the thing though. Th- that's why this week is so hard because it's boom, 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 boom. Right. The rest of the time, like we can break things up. Like I can give them like let's say we're learning something like, All right, guys, you're gonna get paired up. I'm gonna put you in breakout rooms. Right, right. And here's a scenario. This is your train. This is your job. You know, come back in thirty minutes. Right. right and then right. I'll just go from room to room. I'll answer some emails. I can get something to eat. It's pretty it's just like if you're in the classroom, and they're taking a test like again, you can kill some time. I get it. this week there's no time. There's no downtime. It's just one right there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, There's wow. no like learning videos. Like, all right, guys, here's a 25-minute video <laughs> right. on <a> customer service.
1: <laughs> and, then, and then your avatar just shuts down. <laughs> yeah, but you know,
0: camera off, mic off. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, God, I see you guys in 25 minutes. Exactly. <laughs> take my little you know, Some days are great. I'm like, oh, yeah, we got three videos tomorrow. Right. Oh, yes. yes and an exercise. Yes. <laughs> and a guest speaker. Yes.
2: <laughs> but this it's week. all
0: coming together now. This is the week where I earn my paycheck, baby. Wow. Steph knows it, too. She's like, how are you holding up? I was like, I'm struggling. Oh man. How I'm many struggling. how long does this go on? Like a week, you said? Yeah, four days. How the whole week. Shed. The whole week. But you know, it's a and then it's it's a little bit harder because my one instructor is on vacation. And that's not his fault. Like he's on vacation. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. is what it is. And then uh my other instructor got sick. So she's there, but she's kind of, you know, she does a lot too. She's a great instructor. But, you know, this week, like, I'm just you know, I'm one of those people where I'm like, listen, like I'm not going to bitch about this person. No, I'll carry it. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Put it on my back. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Let's go. I Fourth and one. Just give me the rock. I got this. Don't <laughs> you worry. Daddy's going to do You're it. You're out, Bundy. Four yeah. touchdowns in one game. I, I don't even need a fucking lineman. Get him out the way. <laughs> How much you pay that lineman to block? Let him block. <laughs> I love that line. LL Cool Janie Given Sunday. How much you pay that 300 pound lineman to block? Let him block. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so so I'm tired, and then that finishes up, and then uh, so now it's three o'clock.
1: Kids coming home.
0: So on Mondays I pick up the beans. Okay, um, I pick them up at around three thirty, three forty-five, and okay. then I bring them to the school, and then you know we uh, we jujitsu through the night. But uh, during the rest of the week, like no. And like, what time
1: does uh, stuff come home?
0: Steph gets home depending on the day and depending on you know how many students or if she's staying late or right. if another teacher is staying late she'll probably get home between 4.45 which okay. is her normal time alright uh, you know but then last week she was getting home late so she was getting mm. like around 6 oh wow okay. yeah which is why she picked up Benny from here at 6 o'clock oh I gotcha um you know, we're both working really hard, man. Seriously. And uh, on, I mean, this sounds terrible, but part of the reason why we're both working so hard is because we're both supporting the dream that is Montgomery BJJ. Love it. That's the God honest truth. Because if I didn't have this school, my day would be done at three o'clock. and I'd be like, don't worry, Steph, I'll get dinner yeah, ready. Exactly. I'll pick up the kids. And it'd be a much more uh, yeah. fluid and smoother day. But the reality is we're all doing extra yeah. because I decided, hey, I'm going to open up a jiu-jitsu school and let's see what happens. Yeah. But um, you know that's why I am the way I am when I'm here. Like it's like this isn't a joke to me. Like this is yeah. very fucking serious.
1: I'm curious now. You, what time are you going to sleep at night? That's a horrible
0: question to ask. Well, I know because I'm very irresponsible. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you gotta understand, like people who train like tonight, you're gonna get you're gonna get home at one one in the morning. Yeah, I'm going so to bed. At three, get... I'm going to bed at three a.m. Okay, so you're gonna get about two and a half hours of sleep. Yeah, about three hours of
0: sleep. unbelievable. Yeah, I'll sneak in an hour. That's running else. on empty, boy yeah holy shit i've been doing like that for years though i can't do it i need my eight hours eight dude eight hours dude i I mean i get eight hours every two days (laughs) like what you get in a week that's my month's worth of sleep (laughs) plus i throw in a nap yeah (laughs) Oh god. listen but here's the thing though Um, i live for naps i know the day's gonna come where i'll have that okay that day's just not today
1: you gotta put a cot in the school you know i'd never leave i know you imagine i wouldn't leave i'd
0: call steph and be like babe i'm not coming home calling in the night here i'm not coming home. bro there there were nights where there have been nights like at the old school where like i'd be so tired uh-huh. i would just turn on the tv and watch like an hour worth of like something and you just hang it. out and be like i need some time exactly just reset but then drive home and now i'm wired like your coaching, your training. Sure. I'm talking all night. I'm, right. I'm waking my. I got to be alert. Yeah. And then by the time I get home, it's like this, like crash. I'm like, oh. yeah. but like I'm not tired. I don't want to fall asleep. Yeah. No, I so it. I got to find a way. It's it's you know we we make do. We do what we need to do. Right. But you work now so that you know ten so, years from now. I so when back. you're
1: sleeping there, does Steph ever kick you out for snoring or something like that? Or never? Like, you are getting a good night's sleep? I get good night's sleep. All right. yeah. Every now and then, Pokey hits me up for snoring no I'm like, i get all annoyed <laughs> no, i
0: mean it's seldom when she yells at me for snoring i don't really snore that much and yeah. when i do it's usually because like my sinus is congested yeah. or like my head's like laid back and i'm like exactly <laughs> and then she's like baby you are snoring i'm like i oh, don't give a fuck <laughs> i'm but, gonna uh, roll over on your ass in a second. no her yeah. thing is actually the a couple weeks where uh when we first started the podcast I, i'd get home late Yeah, yeah and i wouldn't want to wake her up Mm-hmm. At three in the morning, so I'll just I'll just stay on the couch. Right. right. And she's like, I'd rather you wake me up and come ah, to bed than sweet. wake up alone with you. Good. I'm like, that's adorable. That is. I'm like, but at wow. this rate, you're gonna wake
1: up without me for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you have a uh, queen size bed or what size bed? California King. That's the way to roll. Holy yeah. shit, that's the way to roll. We have a king size yeah. too. It's the best thing I've ever bought in my life, practically. Yeah. So Aside you- from my fur fruit dog. It was, it was the first
0: big purchase we made when oh, we got wow. married and yeah. uh, it's a tempur Love it. And here's the funny thing. So when we first got that bed, um, because of my back, mm-hmm. like when I first slept on that bed, I was like, Oh my God, where's this been all my life? Yeah. I was like, Holy shit. This is incredible. Yeah. But she was having an allergic reaction. They tell you with tempur you got to let it air out for a month, oh, really? all the chemicals.
1: It's probably sitting in the, uh, in the warehouse for yeah. years.
0: She wanted to get rid of the bed. We had oh, been married like a no. month or two. I'm like, "Listen, <laughs> I'll divorce you and keep the bed."
1: <laughs> How important is it like mattresses she was like, are? She no, thought I was re- joking.
0: I was like, "Do you realize like I've known you for about 4 years right. at this point? <laughs> I've been having back pain since I was 12." Right. Yeah, no. Like like I've been waiting the 20 years for this like bed stays. <laughs> you can go. My mom was like, Miguel Angel, you can't say that. I'm like, marry you. I'll divorce you too, homegirl. You'll never see your son again. I'm keeping the bed.
1: <laughs> Lie down in this bed and tell me you wouldn't Oh, mind. I yeah. love that bed. Yeah. I love it. When you find the right mattress, and everybody goes through this, it's like everybody like either gets shitty night sleeps or they get really good night sleeps, and it's so important to have a good mattress. Someone told me a
0: long time ago, they said two things you should never, ever compromise expense for comfort. Mm-hmm. Your mattress... And your shoes. Shoes. Because when you're not in one, yep. you're in the other. <laughs> it's good. That always stuck with me. I like that. Yeah, former football coach, uh I forget his name. I think his name is like Pressman. Can't remember. Anyway, All right. moving on. All right.
1: So you got the uh the, the three hours of sleep and it's like but it doesn't seem to bother you, say. See, I I, I need that sleep, man. I don't know what it is. <clears throat> I just go, man.
0: Yeah, no, I hear you. I just go. Listen, I used to when I was working on the train. Mm-hmm there's rules that we have to follow that we can't violate for work. So one of them is like you, if you let's say my job signs (laughs) up at five o'clock in the morning, I have to have eight hours rest. Right. Otherwise I can't work that job. Right. Right. But if I work something that takes me out of that eight hours, they still have to pay me for that job. Ah, okay. Even though I can't work it because I'm not rested for it. So what I used to do is on Fridays I would work a job that would finish like my job finished at eleven forty-five in the morning in New York. I could go to work by seven forty-five at night. Okay, I would end up catching a job that worked late night, get paid for that job, and now I can't sign up at five o'clock in the morning. Right. So I'd have Saturday off, but to do that, I'd have to be up from three a.m. Friday till about eight nine a.m. Saturday.
1: Three a.m. Friday, eight nine a.m. Oh, wow, that's that's like... It's about 30 hours. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Holy shit.
0: So I would just be up 30 hours straight. I would come home, do stuff, and then right when I'd start getting ready to go, like lay down and go to bed to get right. ready for the next day, they'd be like, hey, do you want to sign up in Atlantic City? Signs up at midnight. And I'd be like, sure, I'll be down there.
1: <laughs> wow. Have you ever had to take any of the like the Ambien stuff and the uh, oh, yeah. sleeping pill oh, stuff? Oh, yeah. Wow, I've never done that. Yep. Right.
0: I do whatever it takes because sometimes I'm so wired I yeah, can't sleep. that's what I'm saying. I started doing this... Uh, the CBD gummy, yeah, 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 uh, and it really works. It knocks me out. The only thing is, like, if I don't get the sleep that I'm supposed to get, right, right. I wake up a little groggy.
1: Yeah, but my sleep yeah, is I could see that. solid. Like yeah. I'm out. Right. So I, I mean, try every to. Every time I, I do, I get according. that muddy feeling in my head, and I just can't stand it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But every get... now and then, I'm lying in bed, and it's like <laughs> this is going to sound really, really fucking weird, but <laughs> I watch jujitsu videos. It's not of weird at all. Calm my calm my mind and focus myself and it puts me to sleep really i'm not saying like in a bad way in a very very good way it like calms you and yeah, yeah like see, there are certain I'm... and i'm not talking like danaher kind of voice like he has that asmr thing going on it's like <laughs> you must do this you know that you guy. are listening to right <laughs> exactly <laughs> peaceful right. thoughts All
0: right no i um uh, i've tried doing that on the train where you know, like coming home on the train, so mm-hmm. I would finish in New York and I would take the train home, late yeah. night train, uh-huh. and I would pop on like a, you know, like YouTube videos or right. whatever was yeah, on my yeah. fanatics account. Uh-huh. I'm like, I'll just watch this till I fall asleep, right? right, right. And I'm watching it, watching it, and, and they're like, next awake. stop Hamilton. I'm like, <laughs> fuck. I'm like, I just got no sleep. <laughs> well,
1: and, the reason I bring it up is because I'm noticing on the desk here, I see the butterfly half guard from. Uh, oh yeah, Tommy D. Absolutely. I've definitely used him a few times to like go to sleep with and not yeah. that he puts me to sleep but it's just like I could never that's the last voice He has voice a very very sort of soothing voice too when For he, you? Yeah. That's the, oh, last, that's the last voice I want, want to hear going <laughs> to sleep. I'd
0: have fucking nightmares. And I go to sleep watching horror films because they put me to sleep. Uh, i rather really? watch Michael Myers or Pennywise <laughs> or or The Shining. I watch
1: The Shining's my favorite movie to go to sleep to. That's a great one to go to sleep. Great movie to go to sleep because yeah, you know where the plot's going. And you catch the one particular part, but you're like, yeah, fuck it. I'm going to pull the plug at this point. Well,
0: people think I'm weird because I watch horror films to go to sleep, but okay. there's a reason for it. Horror films have a lot of quiet, quiet parts yeah. where it's just, you know, like, you know, like slow, mm-hmm. deep tones. Yep. And then like, ping. Right. But th- that's all to get you to be scared. Like, but if you're trying to sleep, that you're going to fall asleep to that.
1: I don't want to get into the, like the question of the day, but like. What are the very best horror movies cuz to me like I need the psychological element to it I need, like like so you for me silence ho- of the lambs the is, is the greatest so horror like,
0: movie you like thrillers like psychological I would not consider silence of the lambs a horror film even that's though it is under that genre I would consider it more of a psychological thriller uh, That's that's my game right there I yeah. love that shit Horror is a very broad genre like okay. even like people
1: be like oh well, Halloween's your favorite horror film thing Halloween's actually a slasher film Yeah but it's more than a slasher film there's a whole story behind it and yeah, now, you know, like Friday the 13th is such a shitty one. It's just slashing kids and, you know, hopefully you can, you in.
0: know, that Friday the 13th is literally a blatant ripoff of Halloween. Is it
1: really? I never, yeah, I was I'm watching, sure it
0: was, but no, I was watching this thing. It was like, uh, the movies that made us, it was like, it's on Netflix uh-huh. and it was on horror films. And it was basically all about like, they did one on Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween. right? And it was basically, this guy was like, Hey, they got this movie called Halloween Made a lot of money. Mm-hmm. He's like, write me a movie like that. Yeah, so exactly. instead of like a town, I was like, let's put it in a camp. Okay. And then instead of it being Halloween, it's like, hmm, what's the second scariest day of the year? Friday the 13th. So they literally just took the <laughs> right. whole storyline. Yeah, like, yeah, we'll yeah. just do this. Uh-huh. And they made a lot of money.
1: I don't know. I think Friday the 13th like uh, had one good thing going for it. They had the whole sex thing where Halloween never really went the whole sex angle. It had it, but it wasn't. It didn't really touch upon it as much. Friday
0: the Thirteenth was like really. Yeah,
1: yeah. They just upped the ante you got a the little two bit. Two kids banging in the cots and uh, Kevin Costner <laughs> made his acting debut in Friday the Thirteenth. Was he 13th. really? Mm-hmm. Oh wow, I didn't notice. Oh, I'm sorry, not Kevin Costner. Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Oh, mm-hmm. He was also in Animal
0: House, in '77. Yeah, he was. Wow. Kevin Bacon is in the original Friday the Thirteenth.
1: All right. I have to look at
0: the, the killer was not Jason, by the way. Yeah. No. No. It, it was the mom, but it was so lame. Mom. It was just weird that he was in the lake that whole time I until his know. mom got killed. <laughs> it's like, dude, you could have come out at any moment Can and you. your mom would have never killed these kids. <laughs> but now she got beheaded and you're like, oh, I'm coming out of yeah, this lake. Exactly. It's like, now you're pissed? <laughs> Clearly you didn't fucking love her that much. You just stayed down there you know, festering in the ocean or in the lake. <laughs> fucking, I'm not a big Jason fan.
1: Neither am I. Although I am a really big Nightmare on Elm Street fan. I thought that was like completely cool story different it's like story is a little uh it's dark it's really dark but i was thought it was a he very was a, very cool story he was a kitty toucher yeah he was you the know? janitor for the school and, and he would the, bring kids. the, to the parents the came in room. and fucking uh yeah he got yeah.
0: quit and they burnt the shit out of him <laughs> nice and then he's like i'm gonna curse all of you it's like dude th- th- i'm pretty sure you did enough mr Kruger. yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure you scored enough people He's like, nope, now I'm going to haunt your dreams. <laughs> now I'm
1: going to fuck with you.
0: big time. Fucking crazy. What a wild concept for a that's movie. That's what though.
1: I'm saying. Like, I thought it was a really original, creative way to go with it. Who is that? Wes Craven, right? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know if you wrote it, but I mean. Yeah, I'm pretty
0: sure that's Craven's story.
1: The, the, other other one, check, but. the other one that I used to watch back then was like Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead kind of thing, which was the first of the sort of zombie movies. The
0: uh, George A. Romero. Yeah, George yeah. A.
1: Romero. And, and like- I remember going to, like, midnight movies in uh, Rockaway, New Jersey. Uh, and the best scene was this this zombie walking up the uh, stairs and the helicopter blades just take the thing's head off.
0: Back there, those movies were amazing. They no really CGI.
1: Like, like, now you're looking at like, oh, that looks cheesy. And
0: it's like, yeah, yeah, but that's actually happening. Exactly. Even though it's a doll or it's whatever. They put it's like, a, they, they, a mannequin yeah, up there. Absolutely. They had to do it. Yeah. That's not one at a computer making it look cool. Um, when I was a kid, I was a big Gremlins fan. Oh, great movie. Yeah. I, I call my kids gremlins. Yeah, you say. Yeah, it the last week. Don't feed week. them after midnight. Don't fucking get them wet.
1: So you, were, you didn't go like into Goonies,
0: though, did you? Don't talk shit about Goonies. That's right. my generation. I know it's your generation. My, that's my generation. It. If you're, you were born between 1982 and 1988.
1: I'm kind of touching. You know one. about I'm... Goonies. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Goonies never say die. So why haven't they made decent movies in the last fucking five, ten years, then? Uh, lack I of mean, originality. Give me, give me a really, really good comedy, a good horror movie in the last five, ten years. Uh, I, mean, I know I'm catching you off guard here, but like, I'm gonna. Be, you know I what? can't name a comedy that that's like blown me away in the last ten years. Super bad. Decent. Judd Apatow. I mean, but he started with like old school, which was 2005 or six, yeah. I and mean, that goes way back. I'm I'm talking like the last five years. I don't know what they're doing in movies these days
0: well they're just they're just all like superhero shit
1: yeah you know
0: they're looking for the guaranteed paycheck yeah they don't take the risk you gotta really go out of your way to find something like you know uh original
1: I, that's what i'm saying
0: you know it was a good movie have you seen that movie whiplash that it's, not really, horror, really it's not good. a horror it's not a horror film about
1: the or drummer. i really i really enjoyed yeah, that movie that's a great movie and and musician wise it was really, really
0: I, well done i really enjoyed the paranormal activity movie Okay. The first one and the second one were pretty good. And after that, it got a little creepy. Yeah. That is the one horror film I will not go to sleep with. I I won't. I believe in that shit. I know. Some people, we've had this conversation, because you don't believe in ghosts. And I'm like, "Eh, (laughs) hmm. Watch this, asshole. I'm like, I kind of (laughs) do. I'll say this. I don't think that we know enough about everything in the universe to say that anything is
1: a guaranteed yes or a guaranteed no. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I just say this. If there are going to be ghosts which you know Genesis says you do not believe in spirits. Mm-hmm. But if there are going to be ghosts, why aren't there good ghosts as well as bad ghosts? Who says there's not? I'm I'm not saying there aren't. I'm just saying if you're going to be afraid of ghosts because I know my old man who passed away, if somebody was bothering me that was a ghost, he'd probably go in there and kick kick the other ghost's ass. You know? I, I mean, I've, listen, we'll have a ghost story episode.
0: <laughs> I've had several. And I tell you this, I think like when, I think with like ghosts and like spirits and that things, I think it's like anything else. Like, once you kind of open your mind to it, you start seeing it everywhere. Absolutely. Like when you start shopping for cars and you're like, I'm really looking at this white Explorer. All of a sudden you're driving, you're like, fuck, everyone's got white a white Explorer. Explorer. Right. It's just because you're open to it now. You yeah. see it. I hear you.
1: I hear you. But- so anyway, I'm uh, dealing with my uh, my pookie. Unfortunately, she was in the bank last Wednesday and took a bad spell. And so she How's she really feeling? Went, you know, she's not used to pain. So anybody mm. that's out there listening to this is probably a jujitsu person and they know what pain's about to at least a decent extent, but to anybody that doesn't do it every, like she just can't deal with pain. Yeah. You know, and to her credit, she's not taking any painkillers. God bless her. You know, but it's just, it's really getting to her and, and it's just freaking her out that she's got to stay in the bed the whole time. Cause she's like pretty active and, uh, can't go to the mall, can't go to Bloomingdale's can't. Goes shopping. I mean, your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit. I'm Keep just, her away from the smartphone. Uh, you know, I, I'm a mall guy. I love the mall. She's gonna be like, Roy, have you seen this
0: thing called Amazon? And she's like, all over no! him. Mean, and then
1: Jace is like saying to me, he goes, Dad, I can change your password if you want. I'm like, No, nah, don't do that to you're her. she like, no, got nothing I'll, in yeah, life at you're this like, point. Plus, I'll forget it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
0: Pookie, feel better.
1: I'm one of those guys with the password 123456789ABC. You,
0: you know? Like, Dude, I've only got like three or four passwords. Exactly. When like, whenever they're like, it cannot be one of your last five passwords, right. I'm like, I'm yeah. never going to remember this one. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, my password is password. Exactly.
1: <laughs> like, um. And then you're like, password. I think I can remember that one. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Dude, I. But At one point, my Starbucks account password was like forgot it. <laughs> it's like I was like, "What's my?" App? I was like, "Fuck, I forgot it." And I'm like, "Oh, that was it. That's it." I forget it all the time.
1: That's actually a really good one. Yeah. Now
0: it's something else. I, how
1: do you? Why do you have a password for for Starbucks? I don't get it. Because
0: I have the Starbucks app, so I can put money on the account, and now oh, I, just, I gotcha, I gotcha, yeah, yeah. gotcha. I don't, I don't give them a debit card or wow. cash like Gen Pop. I'm
1: so what kidding. do you drink at Starbucks? What's your go-to drink? I do
0: the nitro cold brew.
1: All right. What does it explain? I, I've never had a cup of coffee it's, in my it's life. It's basically
0: like nitrous infused fucking oh. <laughs> coffee and you can only get a medium and you can't get does more. Does it come
1: than, out smoking from the It from comes the out. It's
0: got like uh, it's got like little bubbles in it. Oh, wow, It looks like a Guinness and you can't get more than two. I oh, cut you off. Yeah.
1: Holy shit. So this yeah. is the real tea. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I'd have to like get one from like the Robbinsville Starbucks and then pick one up on the like the turnpike <laughs> so I can get through the day. That's funny. Dude, I drink a lot of coffee. Like people are hearing this and I was like, what? It's like <laughs> you're wired, huh? I don't live a normal lifestyle. So yeah, I'm just trying to I'm don't. just trying to get through the day. Eventually I'll have a lifestyle that's a little bit more normal. hmm
2: mm-hmm.
0: You know, a schedule a little bit more set, come in, teach the morning class, yeah. get a couple rounds in. Yep. Yep. You yep. know, teach the noon class. Dip out, come in at six o'clock, teach uh-huh. the night class. You know, take a fucking yoga class, take a nap. Who knows? Right, right. But right, right now it's not that time. This is the time to grind, my friend.
1: Now you kind of wrestled around with Alex tonight, which he's a strong kid. Dody, Dody, yeah, he's yeah, a strong, yeah. strong kid. I, I had him as, as an uk with me tonight, but uh, you were bringing it. you were like you said you went for the double, uh, double leg takedown and everything. It's <laughs> like, and I'm just wondering when you're gonna say, you know what, this is probably not worth me doing that anymore. <laughs>
0: Because uh, they're
1: gonna stay young, and you're gonna keep getting older. You know. Yeah, but you it's know, like that line them. from Dazed and Confused. I stay old. I get I
0: get older. I, they stay the same age. Exactly. It kind of makes me feel like that line that Arnold had in um Pumpkin? what was that documentary? Pumpkin Pumpkin Iron. Iron. Yeah. Where they're like Arnold, you know, you got all these young guys coming up. Yeah. You know, they're hungry. Uh-huh. They're hungry. You've been the king of the hill for so long. right, right. right. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> maybe I'm not as hungry but the good thing about being on the top of the mountain when I do get hungry there's always something there for me to eat ah, there you go. so you know with these young guys especially with the young ones mm-hmm. you know they want to go and I'll let them go and I'll let them do what they want to do and Doty's very strong he's, very, very he's strong got kid. very potential You once he starts learning some jujitsu he's got potential to be yeah, very very strong. Good. but he makes a lot of mistakes and you know he makes very basic mistakes that everyone makes and yeah the white belt mistakes yeah I just had to let him know yeah, no, I get it. I that's get it. all it
1: is. I always love the line when uh, in Pumping Iron, though. Going back to that, you reminded me of it when uh, Lou uh, Fergno was sitting there with his old man at the table, and Arnold walks in and goes, "That's good, Lou. Keep eating spaghetti. You know, yeah. that, that's really good." Dude, he was an animal. <laughs> he was. He like, play with
0: their minds, dude. Totally. People don't understand. Like he was, he was in your head, dude. There was one. I think there's a scene in there too where Lou's like warming up backstage, <laughs> and Arnold grabs like the same size weight. And he's like, Lou, why are you so loud? It's like a church. Yeah, <laughs> be quiet when you lift. And Lou's right. like, rrr, rrr. Exactly. and Arnold's just like, Louie, why are you? Louis, so Louie, d- you noise? don't know
1: what you're doing, Louie. You know,
0: yeah. he's, it's like, bro, breaking him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then he starts to mind like how he gives his friends wrong advice. Uh-huh. He's like, if I see they're good somewhere and they ask me for advice, maybe I don't give them. The <laughs> maybe right you don't give them the right <laughs> advice. <laughs> That's exactly. <laughs>
1: Huge recommendation! Uh, See the movie pump Pumping, Pumping Iron. Iron.
0: Definitely watch it. Absolutely, Arnold, <laughs> great movie, <man. laughs> Arnold. But um, yeah, Louis, that's good. Keep eating spaghetti. Yeah, you <laughs> have to do it every every now and then, man. Right. You know, I don't do it all the time. I try to, roll, but he was
1: coming in pretty hot. He's a, he's a very very strong kid. He's got great enthusiasm, and I. I, you're right. I totally see that you, you could be great at this whole thing. Yeah, it could be really good,
0: you know. But you know, sometimes you gotta let them know
1: <laughs> a lot more than just a fucking podcast and jokes.
0: Gotta let the, <laughs> yuck yucks, right?
1: A lot more than just yuck yucks. I got some fucking, you know, I got this for a reason. Well, but, uh, here's the uh, here's got, the segue. All right, because I wanted to talk about strong men, or I didn't talk about strong men. We could talk about strong people versus weak people. Okay. Okay. So I think. Number one, let's say this. Uh,
0: so we're talking about like mental, like mindset. Yeah, mental mindset, okay.
1: that kind of thing. And so I guess the first question is have men, I'm going to kind of address this to men. So uh, have men lost their edge? Do you sense that? We're coming that? in
0: hot. We're coming in hot with this topic. Yeah. So do I think that men have lost their edge as far as?
1: Just, I don't know. Is, 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 is the society just letting men not be not be men? Yes. You know. I agree. I
0: do. I think I, I hate the term toxic masculinity. Yeah, I do too. Uh, I think when they use the term toxic masculinity, it's like you're not describing toxic masculinity. You're de- you're describing an asshole. <laughs> okay. Like that dude's a dick, <laughs> right? Like, there, you know, this is Bob. Bob drives a truck. Drop. Bob doesn't accept no from women. And it's like Bob is a prick. Yeah, that's an asshole. What is Toxic masculinity every to me whenever yeah, they describe it I'm like you're describing what it takes to be a man and then when they start describing what they think a man should be I'm like, that's That's not you can man. that's not a man. That's you, an can, you can be all those things, right? You can be a gentleman Yeah, you can be a gentleman. You can be sensitive. You can be compassionate. Yeah. You can be sympathetic and empathetic Yeah, and still be a man But you've
1: got to be strong you there's there's certain things that make you a man Biologically as well. So are they? Are they? They don't seem to be expressing that. In TV. I I feel every time they show a guy on TV show, he's he's a friggin' idiot. Yes. You know the women are always smarter, that kind of thing. So well,
0: the women are smarter. Okay, hundred percent. I'm saying I'm talking about portrayal though. I I feel like there's a there's a bigger agenda. Yeah. I really do, and I, I think it has to do with emasculating men to make them more compliant. Yeah. You know, and and you're seeing that with you know, unfortunately, you're seeing it with COVID. How many people are so quick to just lock themselves in the house and be completely afraid to even question anything that's going on out of fear? Yeah, like no, 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 just just do what you're told. It's like no, 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 that's that's not. First of all, it's not just what like a man shouldn't do that, but like human beings, you shouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. Question everything exactly. And they start that they start that shit in fucking school. Teachers teach you this. That's what it is because that's what I said. No, question it. Yeah question everything question the history books question what you're being taught. It's okay to ask questions. And if someone tries to make you feel bad for that, then there's a reason. Yeah. Maybe they're not, in, they're not as secure with the subject matter as they'd like to portray. But as far as with men, I think there's just so many things that are, I feel like it's almost people are going to get pissed. I think it's very difficult being a man in today's, today's day. And I'm going to bring something up. Um, I had you on the phone last week with my friend uh, Jenny. Jenny, yeah, very, very
1: cute sounding, cool chick.
0: She's—I've uh, known her for years. She's—I uh, love her to death. But I had called Jenny because I was very, very upset with something I saw on TV. Okay. So I watch—I'm a big Sex in the City fan. Surprise, surprise! I do. I'm a big—I'm uh, a big Charlotte fan. Not a big fan of Who Miranda. Which one was she? Charlotte is uh, the brunette. So that not Cynthia Nixon, not SJP. She, yeah. That's the cute Not one. Kim Cattrall. She's really cute. Yeah. I like, I like Charlotte. Okay. But anyway, there's a scene. I'm not going to get into the scene, but, um, it, it's a non binary bisexual woman. Oh, that's right. I remember her hooks that. up yeah. with one of the characters. Non-binary. I don't even get what that means. So what upset me about the scene is this. She gives the character, the character was Miranda. She gives Miranda shots Okay. Of like vodka. All right. So she's a little inebriated. Then she gives her weed. Okay. She's <laughs> and really, then, really looking at. Yeah. And then she makes an advance on her, which gets reciprocated and it seems consensual and, you know, they gotcha, do what they okay. do. But here's what really upset me about that. For these past couple of years, and I, I know people are going to get pissed and be like, well, no, 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 no. As a man, I feel like these past couple of years, we've been told if you're with a woman, uh-huh. and she's under any influence where mm-hmm. she might not be making a sound yeah. judgment, you don't touch. Take it as a no. Yeah, absolutely. Take it as a no. Absolutely. If she's a little buzzed, don't even try, mm-hmm. because you're taking advantage. Okay, I'll get behind that. Right. So then, why is this okay? Right. right okay. Why is this being portrayed as the okay? the double standard? Yeah. Because she's a, because she's a woman. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Why is that okay? It's because we're men and it's toxic masculinity. and It's like, that's not right. Yeah, yeah. The standard has to be across the board. I agree. So when I was explaining this to her, she's like, I get what you're saying, but I feel like there's a lot of different intricacies in this and it's kind of gray. And I'm like, oh, Don't I make it gray. Well, I go to her. I'm like, I agree, Jenny. But I also agree that there's some gray when it's a man and a woman yeah. and not just two fictional characters in a TV show. Yeah. We need to get all the facts. Right? We need to get all the facts. I do. I, I think men are just being emasculated and they're taking things away from it. And, you know, I'm sure a lot of the women hearing this are probably pissed off. And it's like, it, I don't it's think the they truth.
1: are. I think women want a strong man. I think they want that. I mean, I, you know, I know certainly in my generation, you know, <laughs> rolling my eyes, old guy thing. Yeah, back in the 40s. No, but that's, they want a guy to be a man. Well, here's you know? the thing. And I don't think that's being portrayed correctly. I completely agree. And I and I think there's also some poor, poor
0: examples of what a man is. And you know, you can be so many things to be considered a man. A man doesn't mean that you're, you know, you're not always a cowboy. You know? You know, this ain't Yellowstone. You're not just fucking jumping off a horse and just doing what there's so many levels to being a man and being a good man. You know, and part of being a good man is accepting that you have your 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 faults and you have your shortcomings and you're not perfect. That's part of being a man. Yeah. But what happens is when you start peeling away right mm-hmm. you start you take a you take a block of clay mm-hmm. and you take a piece off here take a piece off there and you keep trying to create this perfect thing yep. right you start trying to create like well this is what a man should be get rid of this and get rid of this right, right. and stop doing that and stop eventually you're going to look at what you have left and be like what the fuck did i do yeah you if create. you don't
1: if you don't understand what you're creating and you just take 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 you're going to be left with nothing yeah Or you're going to get a guy that just says, I can't take this anymore and explodes. Well, and then you're you're
0: also creating a culture of weak men. You get that backlash.
1: Yeah. You're creating a culture of weak men. Which goes, plays right into the victim mentality. hundred percent. You know? hundred percent. And I, I, it's not my fault. It's so antithetical to jujitsu thinking, which is such a meritocracy. It's such a, it's not a, like a toxic masculine thing here with BJJ it's just an exercise of you imposing yourself
0: well perfect example you were talking about my round with Dodie tonight yeah someone could look at that and be like oh that's toxic masculinity right you know he came a little hard and Miguel had to turn it up that's not that's not toxic masculinity not at all that's competition yeah and if you think that's toxic masculinity don't watch the fucking animal planet because that happens in every (laughs) single species Every every species that's what happens yeah it's, it's in our nature. It's what we are to take away from that is going against what we're meant to do. Biologically, it's what's, it's what's in our DNA. Right. I saw a documentary one time on fucking gorillas. Right. And like they were going up the mountain and there was the pack of the gorillas. And then the gorillas kind of started to separate because somebody else wanted to challenge for the head spot. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like this, this little like undertone. And as they're going up the hill, some of the pack was behind one gorilla and the other pack was behind the the leader, the old gorilla. But here's the thing, the guy challenging for the spot was the, you know, the head gorilla's son. Oh shit. And he was going up against his old man, going up against his dad. Wow. But here's the thing. The gorillas knew that at some point they would have to fight, no doubt. Yeah. To the death. Oh wow. To the death. Yeah. You know, the daddy gorilla killed the baby gorilla. Yeah. And then he showed clearly even as a gorilla, he showed emotion. Yeah. He climbed up by himself and then you see all the other gorillas that were like behind him kind of like
1: mm, kind of like sneak back yeah, yeah. into the pack like sorry about that guys. Oh well. Didn't great. pick the winner. That but goes back to Roman ing- times you know when the, when the in Romans would get rid of their kids and shit.
0: Well, I mean when I remember when you know I first started dating Steph there were a couple incidents where you know I get a little worked up and I want to get out of the car and do stuff and right. in the beginning she'd be like no no don't don't don't. And I remember one time I was just like do me a favor every time you stop me from doing that you're taking away from me mm. just being a man. I was like, I'm not gonna get out and shoot this guy or punch him in the fucking face. I was like, but sometimes confront him. confrontation is necessary. Yeah. I was like, so you need to do me a favor. Either let me do what I need to do or go fucking date someone who's a total bitch. Yeah. And now she lets me do what I gotta do, especially when the kids are in the car. Oh,
1: yeah, absolutely.
0: I, I, I accept a lot less. You gotta be smart because, you know, know where you're at, know your surroundings, know what's going on. But every now and then it's like, mm, you got to show your kids to be strong. And it's not about showing my son to be a man because my daughter's in the car too. But I refuse to let my daughter grow up thinking that because she's a woman, she's weaker than mm. it, it's not about toxic masculinity. It's not about, you know, being a feminist. It's about being a strong person yeah. and understanding That's Right. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it's understanding your worth, your capabilities, what it takes to get what you want mm. and your limitations and your boundaries and the respect that you have for yourself that you expect at the very least from other people. I'd be like, I'm not going to put up with that shit.
1: I don't, you know, it's an interesting thing because I always used to say that I absolutely, this was never discussed sort of in, in my time. <laughs> that, that sort of thing. Because it and wasn't it's a thing. thing. discussed now, and it just strikes me as people, you know, the the phrase is Karens, but there are a lot of people that stick their noses into other people's business, you know? What mm, are well, your funny,
0: I'll keep going.
1: And all I'm going to say is that like, not that, not that I would react along those lines, but not many people ever confront uh, people and get a, a smack back in the face mm-hmm. for doing that. And I, <laughs> there was an article that I read about, you know, this guy wanted to bring back dueling. Yes. You know, as an honor thing. And I, I don't say that, but I would say this, that there should bring back a, a point of, listen, if somebody opens their mouth, they should be smacked.
0: I mean, listen, there was, there was a time when well here you gotta so, have a healthy fear social well there is no healthy fear now yeah because you can do whatever you want mm-hmm. say whatever you want and there's no consequence right. and if someone reacts suddenly it's like oh my
1: god or a law law call the some, cops yeah. i've
0: been assaulted it's like yeah. you instigated everything there exactly sometimes there's gotta be punishment Mm-hmm. for running your fucking mouth. That's the point. And with the internet and social media, people can say whatever they want and hide behind a fake name. But I'm going to tell you a funny story.
1: I like your funny stories.
0: This is a funny story. Uh, <laughs> my mother taught me a long time ago. Not my dad, because he wasn't around. Um, my mother. Three women. That's when people tell me, like, talk to me, I'm like, yo, like, the man you see today... Yeah, it was made by... Was made by women. Strong women. Women oh. created this. So it's not like some fucking douchebag created this. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Women created this. So, if you don't like the man I am, you can go talk to those four (laughs) women because this is they fucked it up. But you know, they taught me how to be sympathetic and have compassion and you know, really be passionate as well. But also, like, know your limits. My mom taught me a long time ago always be willing to defend yourself, but just know if you're going to say something to someone, be ready for them to say something back. Yeah, if you're going to open your mouth, you're going to do something, be ready to take it all the way you don't know where that person is going to want to take it. That's exactly the great point. You don't know. And working on the train, I've seen it firsthand mm-hmm. and you see it a lot of times with, for whatever reason you see it with a lot of like elderly white women, okay. uh, because they're not used to people reacting back. Yeah. And they think like, no one's going to say anything to me. How dare they speak yep. like that to a woman? Well, if you're telling someone to shut the fuck up, Mm-hmm. sir shut up can you stop it you're imba- all right well when they smack you in the fucking face yeah like maybe you should learn to just sit down yeah and not say anything because you didn't say that because you were tough you said that because you didn't think there was going to be a repercussion for your action or you saying exactly. something i also think men should fucking stand up every now and then defend women when they see it Absolutely i've seen the true. videos of yep. like dudes like slapping chicks on the train not and cool. guys are like sir no you should have punched him in the fucking face exactly but you know, we're killing toxic masculinity, so that's what you have. Mm-hmm. You have a, a bunch of men that There's don't no know. Chivalry. Yeah, no chivalry. they don't know how to first of all they don't know how to defend themselves. Right. How are they gonna defend you. Right. They're scared. Everyone's scared of a fucking lawsuit.
1: Well, but, I mean, that's the whole point with like I think why one of the decisions that I think people make when they join jujitsu classes, or frankly, any martial art, I, I think that's one of their thoughts. I gotta learn how to defend myself. I gotta learn how to defend my people that I love and, and that kind of thing. Hundred so. percent. And you know what happens?
0: You start training and you never have to defend yourself. Right. Because you develop, you start breathing through your balls. <laughs> yeah, and you like people them. can fucking hear it. And they're yeah. like, Oh, I don't know. Yeah. But
1: they can see it in your eyes.
0: Like Yeah, they just like fucking animals. Mm-hmm. They know. They mm-hmm. can sense it. Yep. We have those senses. We know. Yes. You've ever looked at someone and just right away you look at them, you're like, That guy's I don't
1: want to fuck with this guy. He's real.
0: He might just be sitting at a bar, having a drink, watching ESPN. You can just look at him mm-hmm. and you lock eyes and you just kind of give each other the head nod. Yeah. And you know, like that dude's for real. Yeah. You can just tell. And you can tell when someone's fucking fake. You're like yeah. this kid, yeah. this guy's never been punched in the mouth. But my mother-in-law, love her to death, but I keep it very real with her. Um, my father-in-law always like they would always tell stories about how like, oh, yeah, Pat, Pat, let him have it. Pat, let him have it. So they were at a party or they're at a wedding or something. And someone's phone went off and the guy started talking on the phone and he was like talking really loud. And she was like, oh, I said, excuse me, can you take that outside? And then my father-in-law was like, oh yeah, Pat, let him have it. In my head, I'm like, John, like why the fuck you let your wife fight these fights for you, homie? Like, come on. I tell Steph all the time, don't put me in a position where I got to fight because I'm a fight, but just know whatever happens to that man, that is your fault. And if, (laughs) and if something happens to me, that's your your fault. fault. Don't fucking write a check. Your you know, your, your ass can't cash. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm hearing the stories. I'm eating my breakfast and I'm like, Hey Pat, serious question. And she's like, what? And again, cause people don't think they're just like, I'm going to tell him to shut up. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, what would have happened if he looked at you and was just like, mind your fucking business. Yeah. And she was like, Oh my God. And I was like, I'm serious. And she goes, well, why would he do that? And I'm like, because maybe he's having a bad day, and mm-hmm. that phone call is not one he wants to deal with. Yep. And now this random old white lady is yelling at him, telling him to take that outside, and he mm-hmm. does not want to hear your fucking mouth. And she's looking. She goes, "I don't know." I was like, "What would you have done? What would you have done?" Yeah. If he looked and was and was like, "Mind your fucking business," right? You're gonna sit there with the tail between your legs. And I was like, "And John, what would you have done?" He's like, oh. "I was like, I was like, nothing. You would have done nothing. Stop." I was like. I love the passion that you have to stand up for yourself. But be ready for when someone doesn't back down. Oh, yeah. I was like, I think you've had people back down your whole life and don't know that the the world's changing. People are upset. People are angry. It really is, yeah. You know, COVID didn't make things better for people. People are
1: on their last string. They're losing it. When they lose their economics, then suddenly the tolerance goes away. Goes away. Goes away. Yeah. So
0: this is probably like a couple months ago and I get home and Steph goes, Hey, remember what you always told my mom? And I'm like, Fuck, told your mom a bunch of shit. Yeah, right. I was like, real me back <laughs> in. I was like, what? She goes, well about how like my mom, like, you know, tries to like stand up for herself. And you told her like one day someone's going to say, it. I was like, okay. She goes, it happened. Oh no. I'm like, really? Apparently she was at like the Hallmark store and some dude cut her in line. Mm. And, She was like, well, I guess you can just do whatever you want. And he turned around. He goes, yeah, I fucking can. You got a problem? Uh, Yeah. And she said she just like. Froze. No. Yeah. And like Steph was like, she goes, that fucked her up. She's like, she hasn't stopped thinking about it. Like it really messed her up. Like I'm like, that's the world we live in. I was like, that's why if if someone cuts me in line, I don't give a shit. Half the time, like if I'm at grocery, they're like next. I'm like, you go. I got two things. I got, I got, I got yeah. strawberries and milk. <laughs> you yeah. see what I'm getting? I was like, just go, because it's not worth it to me. But when I do open my mouth, I'm not thinking it's going to end with me opening my mouth. I'm prepared for how far it might go. Yeah, absolutely. Which you know might be to the death. It's a horrible way to think of it, but hey. be ready. Yeah. You open your mouth. Be ready for but, what might come. But let's do the flip side of that. That sounded gross. <laughs> if you open your mouth, be ready for what might come. <laughs> oh, geez. Jesus. Thus we're going to delete that part of this. But yeah. Uh-huh. If you open your mouth, you you're mouth, ready for any beep. type of, yeah. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. <laughs> you know, if you're going to stand up for yourself, be ready for someone who's going to stand up for themselves back.
1: Okay. But that gets back to like, what kind of an asshole confronts a 65 year old woman or a 70 year old woman? It was another
0: 65 year old man. Yeah. I guess so. that's who, who didn't give a shit. Yeah. Who didn't want to fucking hear it. Who probably didn't want to be at the Hallmark store. Didn't want to buy this gift. Didn't want to deal with it on his day no. off or on his break, but his wife sent him and he's been married for 40 goddamn years <laughs> and he's sick of going to Hallmark for this shit. And he's probably had a long day. He might've had a business that he lost during COVID. He's probably been cooped up in the house for yep. way too long with people he hasn't been stuck in the house with for that long. And now this random lady yep. is like, oh, ah blah it's like, Maybe. I'm not in your fucking mood. I'm yeah. not in the mood today. Yeah, I gotcha. And that's it. But you gotta be ready for that. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess it's because of working on the train and seeing how people are. Right, you got to read body language, man. Oh, absolutely, you got to read it. And yeah. Just be like, shh, yeah. let this one this go. Is the wrong, this
1: is the wrong fight for you. Let this one go. I always tell Lane all the time, just listen. I know you like to open your mouth to people, but one of these days, someone's going to come back at you. Yeah, and if I'm not there, you're going to get hurt. Listen, I've seen it all
0: the time on the train. On the train, they have the quiet car, mm-hmm. right? The quiet car is not the silent car. It just means quiet. Right. You know, keep it nice and low. Right, right. People think it's the silent car. Don't make any goddamn noise. Well, one day a gentleman gets on the train and he goes in the quiet car and he starts talking on the phone. And this older lady, probably between 55 and 60, that mm-hmm. tends to be the demographic that likes to do this. You bet. It's like, "Excuse me." Not like Excuse me sir like this yeah, is a yeah. quiet car. Didn't go get a conductor's like, "Excuse me." Right. You are in the quiet car and you are being rude. Mhm. Right there. I don't know what he was talking about on the phone. He turned around and was like, "What you say, bitch?" Bang, slapped her. Wow. So I hear
1: classy guy. Yeah,
0: hear, I'm hearing it on the radio. And like, we're going to need a 29th at the next station stop. We have a passion. that was assaulted. So right away, usually when that happens, they're like waiting to get off at the next stop because you know who's going to stop them. Uh, That's pretty much what happened. I'm like, oh fuck! But it happens all the time. (laughs) There's always like an older lady who wants to say like, you're in the quiet car, and someone's like, I don't, I'm not in the mood for your shit today.
1: Yeah,
0: you know, that really doesn't have to do anything with toxic masculinity, but we're getting
1: no. But that that actually jumps into different cultures too. I mean, some cultures just are a little bit more masculine than other cultures. You know,
0: I don't think slapping older women make
1: you masculine. No, 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 no. What I mean is, is that there's, there are guys that'll come back at you in some cultures and some guys that won't come back at you. Well,
0: I mean, I'll, I'll talk about culture right now. I grew up in a Puerto Rican household Mm -hmm. and my grandpa taught me like, you don't let people get away with certain shit. Mm -hmm. If someone's like my grandpa taught me at an early age, if someone locks eyes with you, don't look away. Yeah. Acknowledge them, give them a nod, do something, but don't, don't look away like you're fucking scared because that right there they can they can yeah, smell it absolutely I lock agree. eyes let them know I agree. right away they mm. gotta sense it and you know what half the time when you just lock eyes back nothing happens but you know some people are just looking for peace and it, that's my all thing. my favorite quote yeah tom says this one all the time what is it? it's uh it's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war i like it makes sense and it doesn't mean you're walking around flexing your tattoos. No, it's just a, being a happy or your mentality. I love that. Yeah. Dude, some of the baddest motherfuckers I know. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't think being a jiu-jitsu guy makes you a badass. Like, I wouldn't consider myself a badass. I think I'm actually a pretty happy go lucky guy. Um, But I've met some bad dudes out here. Yeah. They're the nicest guys you'll ever meet. Mm hmm. Perfect example. I would never want to get caught by myself in an alleyway with Carlos. <laughs> would not. Yeah, I mean, if it came down to it, it is what it is. I love that motherfucker, but you know, we've had our rounds. Yeah, there's a reason we're friends. Okay. But he's the nicest guy you'll meet. You call him any time at night; he's there for you. Right. He'll babysit your fucking kids. Right, right, right. He'll come. He'll he'll paint your house. He'll do whatever you need. He's the nicest guy in the world. He is a sweetheart. He's a big teddy bear. But when it's time to be a man, he's a fucking man. Yeah, he's gonna step up. You gotta know how to like. That's what being a man is. It's mm-hmm. it's being able to do it all. It's being able to spank your kid on the bottom when they're fucking up, but also letting them cry on your shoulder and hugging them and say, it's okay to feel this way. You know, I, listen, I give my son hugs and kisses all the time, all the time, constantly hugging him, constantly kissing him, showering him with love. But when it's time to get real, it's like it's time to get real listen he was he was dicking around during class a couple weeks ago right I remember you stuff this. wasn't here I made him do a 30 minute go. and it wasn't like I'm trying to create this ADCC champ or I'm trying to be one of those like wrestling dads like no like it's just like you're going to suffer right now under my guidance. you're going to hurt, you're going to be tired. it is gonna suck.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: but it's under my guidance and we're not quitting. We're not quitting because you've got to learn to be tough. not when you want to be tough. But when everything in, in you is telling you to flee. Hmm. You've got to learn right then and there, it's like time to gut check. Motherfucker's got heart. But he's been doing it. So then he came in on Saturday. He took class on Monday. He did one live wrestling round. All right. One minute. That's what I made him do. One minute. And he got like two takedowns. Wow. You know what he told me this morning? He's like, Dad, did I go to jujitsu today? I'm like, no, bud, not today. He goes, Oh. He goes, yeah. He goes, yeah, that was fun. I was like, you liked wrestling? He goes, yeah, I got the takedown and I'm going to hug the legs and do it again because he had so much failure he's tasting success that when he started to see it work he's like okay yeah that's awesome and that's that's a toughness you can't produce anywhere else well i mean you can but it's you got to learn
1: the hard way but that goes back to the beauty of the art you know the martial art i mean it it, you gotta i that's why i think everybody should a learn how to shoot a gun b get some kind of martial training (laughs) and i agree
0: but then, you know what else I'm going to teach him? Not just to be a tough guy on the mats, but it's like, hey, when you're, when you're a higher ranked student, help that white belt out. No doubt. Help no out doubt. that new student. You see our kids class, man. Like That's one of the things that I love about this academy. And someone said this to me yesterday. And it was probably one of the best compliments. And it's not your guys are tough or like, man, you got some hard rounds. They came up to me like, man, I haven't been in here in like two months. Uh-huh. And as soon as I walked in, everyone came up to me. I was like, hey, what's up, man? Coming? When are you coming back, dude? You back yeah, tomorrow? Yeah. He goes, it just made me feel like holy shit. Like, right? They give a shit. Yeah. He's like, so now I'm not nervous about coming back. So I'm like, oh, they're gonna take care of me. Yeah, I love and, it when I see people that haven't been here in a while. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. that's, you know, and we're not soft. We got some tough dudes in here. Yeah, man. no doubt, no doubt. But
1: you got to be able to have. Both. By the way, did you see Jensen? He got a nice little shiner on his eye. I didn't see it. I didn't get it. <laughs> he was all proud of himself. He goes, "You hey, right, look at my eyes." <laughs> he doesn't realize he doesn't
0: realize how tough he is.
1: I, I, we've had this discussion a hundred times. We have, we have. He is he's one of the most genuine people on the planet that just is so hard on himself. You know. Yeah. I love him. Yeah. My little Jenny Bear. Do you think that people on the flip side of the whole thing? Do you think that people when they hear the truth Can they take it anymore, or they just jump to be offended? Stop it! Stop it! Or they just the truth.
0: The truth is what you believe. No,
1: no, no, I'm getting that. But like, like no, Roy, that's what I'm saying. Okay, there's no such thing as the truth anymore.
0: Okay, it's what you believe, and that's it.
1: Like, can you tell somebody some criticism without them being offended?
0: Nope. Yeah. Nope. Not at all. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to tell you something. I saw a video today, and this is talking about mentality and mindset. It was this uh, this female TikToker, and she's she's an Arab TikToker, and that's that's very prevalent for this story. And she got a phone call from like TikTok. TikTok mm-hmm. is a social media app where people dance and post little videos. Okay. And they're like, "Hey, we would love to send you to the Spider Man premiere."
1: Okay, I think in LA. i we hearing about this story. Yeah. yeah,
0: and she was like, "Oh my God!" She was so excited, and she flew from New York, and she did all this. And then she starts complaining. She starts crying, actually. She goes, I wasn't even on the red carpet. They put me at the very end Mm. of the gate. And, you know, it's towards the end where everyone's already walking in at that point. You know, I spent all this time, you know, creating content. And I've been dedicating my life for the last three years. Three years of doing TikTok. Like, you started your account three years ago. (laughs) But anyway. She's like, and next to me was the black media and this one mexican TikToker. she goes and i just felt so like like i wasn't worthy and no one from tiktok was helping me out and and in my head i'm like then she shows some videos and i'm like okay well number one in the video you showed you got to interview terry cruz okay. which he's a pretty big name pretty big name absolutely uh you're trying to make it seem like it was a racial thing you know but one of the tiktokers that you showed on the red carpet uh was a black dude <laughs> so okay. What I'm seeing is this. You were given the opportunity. They said, you're creating enough content. You're right. probably doing well. You know, we're, we're going to bring you we're gonna put to you the in red the carpet. Arena. We're going to put, you... put you there.
1: Yeah.
0: You're complaining because you're the first fight on the undercard and there were only 20 people in the <laughs> <Right>. stands. <laughs> and you're great. like, I should have been the main event. It's That's like, a great metaphor. Yeah. It's not the way it works, honey. Yeah. You're here. Mm-hmm. You're here. You're in the building. Right. You've got the press pass. You you might not be where you want to be on the red carpet right. but nobody is in the beginning. You got to mm-hmm. fucking work. Mm-hmm. Take the opportunity and climb. When your boss is like, "Hey, hey new guy, what's your name?" Uh, Jim. "Jim, can you do me a favor? Go get me a coffee." Guess what, Jim? You better go make that fucking coffee okay. and make, make it the- right. That's your opportunity. Yep. Because when he goes, "This is good. What's your name again?" Jim. Thanks right. a lot, Jim. Now they fucking know you. Mm-hmm. That is your mm-hmm. opportunity. Yep. Don't bitch about oh, oh, coach only put me in during scrub time in the fourth quarter. Who gives a shit? You're on the field. Go lay somebody the fuck out, right? Hard. So when they're watching film, they're like, who is
1: this? You grab your opportunity, by like, like oh, balls and
0: fucking. Yeah, go it's with like it. that's little Timmy. It's like, does he play like this in practice? Like he's been doing all right in practice. Like, right. Start rotating him with the varsity guys. Love it. You fight and you work. Until they have to acknowledge you Don't be upset that you're not in the middle of the red carpet No shit, you know who's there? Extra, Entertainment right, right. Weekly, E,
1: Time Variety, Hollywood Reporter, the whole thing
0: yeah. You're there And you're bitching that it's not the way you thought it was going to be I don't understand that People are not understanding opportunity The yeah. opportunity isn't you going right to the top It's You're there yeah. You're there well,
1: Yeah, no doubt But in addition to that, is like, Are people scared to fail?
0: no it's people don't want to work to get it they're seeing everybody else succeed and they're like i'm better than that guy maybe you are but you haven't put in the work yeah you gotta put in the work and that's what i'm trying to teach my son guess what i knew benny wasn't going to get any takedowns that day i put him against a seven-year-old that's like 20 pounds heavier than him Mm -hmm. but he put in the work right so when he got someone his size someone his weight it was more
1: it was more even and he got to taste that success but that's the, that's, I mean, you can take it in terms of careers. There are some people that always complain, oh, I'm, I'm not, you know, moving up in my company, that kind of thing. And So what are you doing wrong? Exactly. What are you doing to change you it? You have to do something to separate yourself from the pack. And here's the key. If you don't like it, capitalism allows you to say, fuck it, I'm going to open up my own thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And too so many people are not doing that. Too many people
0: don't want to say, what can I do to fix this? Yeah. It's like, ah, it's coach's fault. Ah, it's my teacher's fault. Right. Oh, it's my boss's fault. No, right. no, no. Maybe. But what are you doing to change it? Right. What are you doing to make yourself noticed? What work are you putting in? Let me tell you something. When I want, I knew I wanted to get into the train department, New Jersey Transit. The right. second I hired in that company, every time I saw my instructor, Kevin, every single time I saw him, Right, right. what's up, Kevin? Hey, what's going on, Miguel? How's everything? Good, good, good. Any openings in the train department? Uh-huh, Any right. openings in the train department? Kevin, when are you going to call me for the train department? Kevin, you know I can teach. Kevin, you know I can break that down. Right. Kevin asked me about the rule today. Kevin, you want to learn about ABS? And I was just nonstop in his fucking ear. Yeah. Every time I saw him. Then I got the phone call. Closed mouths don't get fed. Here's your shot, man. And then. And if you fucked up. Well, yeah. here's a perfect story. So this is this is how I started with the train department. So I go in for the first class and I'm teaching and. I'm just kind of sitting back, letting them do it, and and I just chip in every now and then. All right. Chime in every now and then. The third class that officially comes in that we're supposed to teach, it's myself and it's Kevin. And Kevin leans in and he goes, hey, we have to teach uh, this certain set of rules. Mm-hmm. He goes, I don't like teaching these rules. You want to get it, get them started, and then you know, I'll jump in if you need help. I was fucking nervous. Mm. And I was like, I got it, Kev. He's like, You sure? I was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roy, I taught for five minutes. Mm-hmm. Kevin stands up, leans in there. he goes, You got this. I'll be right back. Yeah. Kevin hasn't been in a classroom since that was three years <laughs> ago. Hasn't been back since. And since then, I've
1: been taken over. Do a better story. Do the Danaher story with you teaching the class. I've told that story Did before. Did it? I don't remember. Yeah, I told it on here. I'm not telling that one I again. I love that story. But it's like,
0: you got to take your opportunity. You jump at it. Absolutely. You know, yeah. listen, I, I was I was a one-stripe blue belt when Haas was like, hey, do you want to help me out with the kids' class at my mm-hmm. new school? This is the part of the story people don't know about that. I was still paying my tuition dues at Ricardo. Right. Almost two fifty a month. Wow! While driving an hour each way from Hamilton to East Brunswick Mm -hmm. to teach a kids class, and for the first year I wasn't getting paid, so I'm paying gas, tuition at Ricardo's. Your
1: agent, (laughs) man. But
0: it was the opportunity. Yeah, now I get it it was the opportunity to get to train under someone who was a world champ and get to work. And, and I'm coaching jujitsu, something I've only been doing for about 18 months. I'm like, holy shit, I get to apply what I know to this. And if it wasn't for those times, is there a Montgomery BJJ? Right. Is there a Professor yeah. Miguel? That was the opportunity. And you have to understand you've got to do that grunt work, but it comes with having the right mindset and understanding like, yeah, this isn't ideal. Yeah, this kind of sucks. Yeah, I'm fucking broke, but this is going to pay off. I've got to work right now. I have to suffer right now. I have to grind right now. Take everything that's being given right now, the good, the bad, the ups, the downs, and keep grinding. Understand that today's probably a shitty day. Mm. Today probably sucks, but what's the opportunity? What can I get out of today? And fucking take it. I knew this wasn't going to happen overnight. I knew I wasn't going to have a school with 500 students by the time I was a purple belt. I knew that I was working towards something eventually. Right. Ten years later. And we're still working towards those goals. There's a, You heard what I do during the day. If you yeah. want to see what I do during the day, you can literally go on my Instagram, at Miguel underscore BJJ. And in my stories, there's a highlighted story. And it's like a day in the life. That's what it's called. And it's videos of me from start to finish my day. Right. And this is when I was taking the train. This is pre-COVID. So I was up at four o'clock in the morning, catching the 510 train. And it ends with me pulling up to my house at 1130 at night. Unbelievable. And that was every day. Yeah. If it wasn't for COVID, I'd still probably still be doing that. This was every day, grinding, doing what you need to do. And it's not about- That's the mindset though. But that's the mindset. But- that's to me that's part of being a man that's, that's part the of the success mindset a lot of people, people don't have embrace. that yeah, no they because don't. they want it in a year
1: it's not even that the year they don't have the the internal fortitude they don't have the you know they, they're just i don't know like like we were talking about max for instance he seems to know what he wants which is kind of a rarity at that age not just what he wants but he's executing what it takes the, to get there he's executing the game plan is the point some people don't want to a lot of people don't plan. have the game plan
0: Listen, I can't tell you how many people I see on Instagram go from one thing to the next mm-hmm. to the next to the next. And it's like, "Oh, I'm selling this. Oh, now I'm doing this. Now I'm a personal trainer. Now I'm doing diets." Oh, guys, and it's like, stop. Yeah. What are you trying to accomplish? Focus on it. Yeah.
1: Dedicate yourself to it. A lot of they and then they always complain about, "Well, I don't have a role model." It's a very real thing. I mean, it is a very real thing cuz I find that when I talk to people about their careers, They're like really that's what I got to do. Yeah I just got to stick my, you know put my head down and and work hard and really understand the industry kind of thing and then I'll move up Yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't understand how people don't realize that concept of just working hard. Yeah That's what I was gonna. That was gonna be my next question. Is there a hard work ethic? That's really really not being embraced in the country. Oh,
0: I, I don't think it's that it's not being embraced I think it's being killed. Yeah, and I'll tell you when it started Fucking participation trophies.
1: Oh
0: yeah, everyone thinks they're special. Uh, that's why it, if you've ever seen the uh the movie uh, The Incredibles about Love the super, them, uh, the superhero family, <laughs> <laughs> there's a line in that movie. What's the kid's name? Uh, Jet or fucking yeah, right. whatever. The son, he's super fast. There's a line Spark in that movie. Or something like yeah. <laughs> there's a line in that movie that is so subtle, mm-hmm. but every time I hear it, I'm like, yes. Where they want, he wants to do sports. He wants to run. He wants to compete. And the mom's like, you can't, you'll beat everyone. He's like, it's not my fault. I'm special. Right. And the mom goes, oh honey, everyone's special. (laughs) And he goes, that's a nice way of saying that no one is. Right. And I was like, fucking a, right. Great. It's okay to be special. Right. It's okay to be special, but you got to work on your gifts. But people just expect things. Yeah, and we've gotten to that world where, and it starts when you're five, and you get a part. Listen, Benny got a trophy this year for soccer, mm-hmm. and we knew he was going to get one. And Steph was like, "What do you want to do with the trophy?" And and was it a participation trophy? Trophy. It was. Yeah. And I told her, I was like, "You know what? He gets to keep this one." And she's like, "Okay, why?" I'm like, "Because they don't have playoffs." They don't have a champion. They don't have okay. any of that. They literally just give the kids a trophy for like, hey, good job. You played soccer this year. Right, right, right. I'm like, literally the participation is all he did. Yeah. And that in itself, I was like, but when there's like a league champion, my man, you don't get a trophy for being on the last place team. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Joe Judge didn't get a trophy this year.
1: He you got fucking go fired. Do you want to go into the to No,
0: we're going to nah, save it. Because you know what's funny? The football part was the most boring part of the last episode. I was like, oh, God. That's what
1: I said. I literally kept hitting yeah, 15 it. seconds for it. It was seconds.
0: fun to talk about, but I it, when I listened to it, I was like, nah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Let's get to the fun stuff. <laughs> Let's got exactly. a Roy talking about cocaine in the 80s. but um, I didn't even give you my best stories about drugs. We'll save it. We'll have a whole no, episode about okay, why, cool. you, why you shouldn't do drugs. Um, uh, You got to do drugs. No, <laughs> stop it, Roy. Don't do drugs. Just say no. Just say no. Just say no. Please, dear God, just experiment. say no. Experiment. But uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm like the devil on the shoulder and you know, no, the angel on the don't shoulder. Do yeah. <laughs> don't do that. Experiment your way all the way to prison. Right. Um, <laughs> it's like, Mr. Roy said I should experiment. It's like, go ahead. It's not going to hold up in court. A popular co-host from a podcast tapping in, Roy Abramson, was brought into it. Can I give, give you just Colin one Pookie? great
1: story about... Drugs real fast. I need to hear this story. It might
0: get edited, but I'm going to hear this it's story It's a great right now. one.
1: It's a great one. All right. I'm married about a year or two, and we were experimenting with these pills and shit. So like any ecstasy? Rate, sort of. It was a combination of a painkiller and a sleeping pill, and it, it just created the greatest feeling. And okay. I thought I was the most charming fucking idiot in the world. So I used to walk into a, a video store, and back then they used to sell CDs there. Okay. And- I, I, I like a porno t- store? No. It, well, I'm sure they had their porno area, but this was like a West Coast like video. like West Coast video. Yeah, yeah and yeah, they yeah. had CDs there. And I just remember, <laughs> I I woke up the, and then, oh, this is the worst part about this stuff is that it would knock out your memory. Okay. Okay.
0: I feel like uh, Tommy Lee and like Motley Crue talk about this, this, is getting like getting that, it, this is getting this is getting like that. they would mix things and it would shut down their brain. That's exactly and they'd be like, what. What happened? That's what we're getting. So I
1: woke up the next morning. And I, I I didn't sleep in the bed. I, I woke up on the couch, and I look, and there's a stack of CDs there. But there, here's the catch: they're all really, really good CDs that I really, really wanted. And I'm looking at them like, I've just married the greatest woman in the world. How did she know I wanted the Eagles' greatest hits? How did she know I wanted this CD? This CD? What it turned out is I fucking shoplifted all these fucking CDs. <laughs> They're all, I'm like, I'm thinking i married the greatest woman in the world because they're all the CDs that I wanted, and like, and I realized I, I you know, it's the best part about I that. I heisted them all. You know for
0: a fact you weren't smooth when you did it either. Oh no you <laughs> probably grabbed them. And we're like, I'll pay it for went, these later, right? and walked out. And like the kid at the register was like, <laughs> Who gives the a shit? What just happened? Well, this
1: what? is like, this is the inner city Philadelphia, so like they're like, Yeah, just go, they're man, just get out of here. <laughs> just no go. one gives
0: a shit. <laughs> Just walk in, walk right out. That's
1: amazing. That's
0: my great drug store. Oh my god! <laughs> but so many felonies. I remember committed.
1: walking into walking into you know my wife in the bedroom. I I don't know how you did it. How did you know I wanted all these CDs?" She goes, "I didn't get you those damn CDs. You stole them." She goes, "You walked in the apartment last night with them." Oh my god! Talk about a shopping spree. <laughs>
0: Well, you know, if you were in California today, that wouldn't even be a crime. I know, nine hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, they'd the, be like, "See you later." See you, man. We don't want the headaches
1: anymore. <laughs> what a, what a fine, you know, DA. I gotta, go.
0: I gotta go to California, go what shopping. Shmuck. I mean, get myself some Gucci shoes. Seriously. They're like we're on a nine fifty, right? See you later.
1: Balenciaga shoes, man. Oh, think those things like... are so ugly, dude. I know, but there's like six hundred fifty bucks. I think you're under the threshold. You could
0: steal them. You could steal them and then sell them <laughs> for thirteen hundred. Steal a five hundred dollar PlayStation, sell it for two grand on eBay. Absolutely, but, my brother. Yeah, just everyone. Everyone
1: wants. Do you think that people overindulge, you know, on the on like the whole food thing or the porn thing or the personality thing? Like, like people so badly want to be something in this in this world, you know, and it really plays into the social media stuff. I blame social media for everything. Yeah, I was talking to Tom
0: about that today. Um, we were talking about like you know like influencers and things like, and I told him I was like dude I was like this whole thing with everyone being an influencer right. and everyone's motivation I was like that's why I don't like posting I fucking hate it right. and Tom was like yeah but there's a difference he's like you own a school he's like you actually are influencing people he's like you should speak he's like you're actually doing something you're not someone who's like literally this is what you do you're not doing shit Mm -hmm. you're just like let me motivate you people to do this and it's like you live in a you live in your fucking mom's basement like what are you talking about (laughs) you're just you got people believing you're doing shit i was like i guess but you know i I don't know man i feel like there's so many people doing it that when the people with substance actually do it it's so watered down kind of yeah
1: you know you know if everyone's So so the cream is not rising to the top necessarily it's just no it's the muddy shit, floating. shit floating yeah the shit's floating <laughs> gotcha
0: but they think they're the cream that's the problem it's like you're not the cream you're diarrhea yeah <laughs> you're diarrhea and you're fucking ruining everything so
1: not taking going back instead of the influencers what about the people that just ingest this sort of shit all that like I look I hate this feeling like I wake up on a Sunday and my phone will send me you uh, you were on your phone like nine and a half hours a day or something. Like that. Jesus, I'm just I'm just, half, I'm just using of, an example. That's a
0: fucking third of your day, Roy. I'm using an example. I'm not it's saying that's a hundred the case. days a
1: year. I think people are on their phone a lot. Is my point.
0: Well, the thing is, of course, people are on their phone a lot, but everything's on your phone now. Your emails yeah. are on your phone. Your your work is on your phone. Yeah. Your bank is on your phone. You can Seriously. trade stocks on your phone. You can do yeah. everything on your phone now. So you're going to be on it. But it's what you're doing on your phone. Mm -hmm. Are you doing anything to be productive? Like Steph cracks up. She goes, what are you doing on your phone? What are you watching on your phone? And I'm like, I'm learning how to do this. She's like, why? I was like, I don't fucking know. Maybe one day I'll want to do it. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You know, like I'm always, I, I try to use the interwebs to benefit me. Right. You know, how can I learn? Like even the people I follow on Instagram, I try to follow people that, you know, will you know, help expand me expand your horizons, yeah, expand, a bit. you know, yeah. you know, like make me a better business owner make me a better right. martial artist, you know, things that can benefit me. Uh, you know, you know, that's why I have a hard time following Gary's Instagram page. His story is just a bunch of asses, just asses bouncing everywhere. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, the is crazy boy thing. leading the life or what Dude, he's <laughs> Steph be like, what the fuck are you looking at? I'm like, Gary. And she goes, oh, he's the worst. I can't even look at him when I'm at work. because it's just butts bouncing all over the place. <laughs> I sent him a voice message today about that. I was like, "Dude, this is me when I'm watching your page." And it's like, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like, "Dude, I'm dying right now." I'm like, "I can't. It's, I'm gonna have a heart attack one day." And then it's like a random, like, you know, COVID thing. And I'm like, "You can't hide that. Sneak that in there between a bunch of butts, just bouncing around." Like <laughs> <laughs> but that's uh that's the gt man it cracks me up
1: so uh, like you told a great story tonight <laughs> and it kind of plays into this whole thing about when you know tom in the world of jujitsu superstar is a superstar yeah tom in the world of martial arts is you know the uh, a huge superstar name. supernova exactly yeah but in the real world tom in the real world online at an airport
0: <laughs> not too many people are going to write. well i mean it's changing now Right. But um, yeah, so here's a funny story I about this story. about Tom. This is a great story, and it's a, it's a PG story. Tom knows I tell stories about him. We were on one of our Costa Rica trips, going to one of the camps, and we're we're at the airport, and it's myself uh, and a couple of the other guys, and half of us already got on the plane, and then myself and I think like two, I think like like Carlos, were like the dum dums waiting for Tom, <laughs> right? And like it's like last call. Mm -hmm. Uh, now i'm I'm ready to board we boarded section a yeah it's like this is the last call section last call right and now it's at the point where like they're saying the names of the people that aren't there (laughs) it's like last call tom de blast and we're like he's coming he's on his way so there's tom with his like his big ass pitbull west coast backpack right and we're like dude like we're like hurry up like they're gonna leave us he's like they ain't leaving me and the lady's like last call for Tom to blast last call <laughs> Tom to blast. And like, he like looks up and he starts like running in his flip flops <laughs> with this huge bag. He's like, hey, wait a minute. wait a minute!" <laughs> and I start boarding and I'm like, I'm like, dude, like what the fuck are you doing? He goes, bro, they're really going to leave me. I'm like, United doesn't give a fuck who you are. <laughs> I don't care. I'm like, the, you're like, dude, like not yet. One day they right. will right yeah. now. They don't give a shit. He's like, would you have left me? I was like, yes. <laughs> He's like, really? That's fucked up. I'm like, my loyalty has its limits, and that limit is getting on this fucking plane right. going on a trip. i paid for the ticket here. It's- Listen, man, it'd be one thing if, like, you know, Tom got into a car accident. Well, I'm not fucking leaving now. Right, I gotta go right, somewhere. Right. It was like, Tom was, you know, taking selfies in the fucking bathroom. <laughs> See you later, buddy. I'm out of here. Get the fuck out of here. He's like, well, like, can I... And then I'm pretty sure that's the same trip where, like, I I really... So, uh, you know, I gotta poke fun <laughs> at myself. Me
1: your, give me your drug story now. Dude. <laughs> I... <laughs>
0: I do not I, I'll, I'll tell you too I don't like flying I hate it I'm, I'm terrified you. I hate it too I'm just like you're too high up yeah, exactly like, like oh my that's God. my it's like if shit goes awry up here there's no that's a wrap yeah like it, that's it, it, a wrap yeah. and I'm not one of those people who's like hold on to the sea I'm like no where's the fucking open window I'm just gonna jump out your
1: subscription
0: yeah. is yeah. over <laughs> yeah it's like where's the jet I'm jumping in front of that thing <laughs> see you later fucking call it a Let's day let ended quick yeah I'm not no you know <laughs> Oh my God, you, this is this is gonna sound morbid. The okay. only time I'm ever at peace on a plane is okay. when I'm with Steph and my kids. Okay, now why is that? Because if the plane crashes, I go down with. You go down with everybody, right? Yep. I get it. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, obviously I like my mom totally and my sister that. and stuff. But like, at least I'm not leaving yeah. my wife widowed and my I kids totally fatherless. See that. Yeah. So if I'm with them, I'm like, you know what? At least we all go together. Right. But when I'm by myself, I'm very nervous because then I'm like, am I selfish? I'm here by myself. Like, what? I could leave that. I I freak the fuck out on these right. planes. So, so how are
1: you with turbulence, though? I'm curious.
0: I don't feel it. And here's why, person. <laughs> I don't fucking feel turbulence. And if I do, I think I'm like, woo, Because what I like to do is I always drink before okay. I get on the plane. Old timies. Old timies, baby. I do Jack and <laughs> Coke because it's easier. Nice. And then I drink as soon as I sit down. I go to the stewardess. I'm like, excuse me, miss. As soon as you have drinks, please bring them to me. Right, right. And she's like, okay. I was like, if you can bring me one right now, that'd be great. She's like, well, we're about to take off. I'm like, it will be gone. Trust me, it'll be gone. And then I take two Ambien. Ooh. But I take the ambient right when they start calling because then I know, like, in about 45 minutes. <laughs> and I usually time it. Well, this one time, well, the first trip I took to Costa Rica, Tom had never seen me under the influence of everything. I always behaved around him. Right, Even right. when he was fighting ring in combat in AC, I'd always, like, you know, sober up when I went to go talk to him because I didn't want to look bad in front of the professor. Mm-hmm. Um, we're flying and Tom's walking back. And I'm like, you know, four Jack and Coke's in, and my ambience <laughs> uh, kicking in. And he's like, What's up, buddy? I'm like, What's up? This is the right sound. He's like, Are you okay? I'm like, Yeah. He's like, Are you fucked up? Tom could suss that now, out he second. He looks at me, he's, he like cleans in and he goes, Are you fucked up right now? <laughs> and I look at him, I'm like, Am I on vacation or not? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's like, I like it. <laughs> so, but I, I have a horrible fear of flying. So, on this particular trip, I don't remember this I okay. didn't find out this even happened until we landed All right. and they showed me the video and I was like <laughs> what <laughs> somehow I ended up in the emergency aisle with like the emergency exit you know mm-hmm. this is this is pure toxic masculinity right there I was, I was, a man. Man, I was like yeah I'll be responsible <laughs> I'm like too ambient. Four Jack and Cokes, we're in. Hello. <laughs> because I don't want, I don't like it. It's not me being a degenerate. I don't want to understand that I'm in the air. Mm-hmm. And that initial like, like acceleration, oh God. That's what I'm like, oh God. Because like, this is when it happens. Yeah. This is when most planes are going to crash right now. <laughs> fucking here come the geese. We're landing in the Hudson. Like, I'm fucking terrified. <laughs> if I see a cloud, I'm terrible. I'm like, this is fucking, this is going to be horrible. We got to yeah. fly through the clouds. I'm thinking Denzel Washington going right. straight, right. Uh, right. horrible. <laughs> people are going to be making fun of me for this shit now yeah i don't like fucking planes i start thinking about richie valens i'm like he was brown i'm brown this is how it goes yeah. fucking a uh,
1: but Stop. I'll, can i let me uh let me give you something that, that'll make you feel better okay i was once flying back uh um... keep in mind my brother-in-law is a fucking pilot okay he hasn't made me feel better okay, <laughs> okay. this will make you feel a little better promise i was i was once flying back and i was the guy next to me was a pilot okay it was just like on a layover flight or whatever the hell it was And I had to ask, I said, what is the deal with turbulence? Like, when we go through the clouds and, like, you know, the whole plane is rocking, like, what's going on? He goes, that's the best part. I go, what are you talking about? He goes, you don't understand. On a flight from, like, Newark to Los Angeles, let's say, the pilots are really not flying the plane. Mm -hmm. It's literally on autopilot to to a large extent. He goes, when we go through a little bit of turbulence, we finally grab a hold of the controls. And, you know, we look forward to that sort of thing you know because we finally get to fly a plane that doesn't
0: fucking make me feel better
1: it does me because it's like okay now it's finally somebody with hands on the wheel now no no that's not you.
0: I, I picture some fucking cowboy up there like <laughs> oh yeah we gonna shake and bake right now that's it and they're just like vroom, vroom, vroom. i'm like no like no le- that's not the best part that's no. the worst part i don't know you dude i don't like people <laughs> driving me around you're fucking <laughs> flying me i don't know who you are jim <laughs> but so captain jim here on the phone (laughs) uh attention passengers (laughs) uh, we're going to experience a little bit of turbulence at this time we kindly ask that you stay in your seats in the upright position and buckle up we will let you know as soon as when i hear that here we're gonna die oh man i'm like this is it death the pilots are taking control now i like it oh tom's Mm -hmm. whole thing is like bro we can't control turbulence We can't control what's gonna happen if it's the end it's the end that I'm like, I don't true. live like that. There's a video. No. There's a video. of He has of a Tom. fatalist kind of attitude. Like he, he has a fully like acceptance attitude. Oh, like gotcha. out of my hands. What do you want me to do? I can't All fly right. this fucking plane. There's a. There's a video of when they were doing the. Uh, uh, I forget what the what the super fight was. I think it was the Rise Invitational. The one with uh, oh no Kasai. It was Kasai. Okay. And what was it? Re- it was pretty recent. It was the one in Texas. Okay. And they flew private, <laughs> and, and like. That's an experience. You, and you can tell that Tex Johnson is on this plane. And Tex is like, he's visibly nervous. Yeah. And I'm like, I feel you, dude. Like, I don't want to be on that little ass plane anyway. Yeah. And Tom's like talking shit. Tom's like, relax, Tex. We'll be okay. If it crashes, it crashes, man. <laughs> Plus, statistically, it's usually the little planes like this that crash. Exactly. And like, Tex is looking at him like, what the fuck? And Tom's like, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not making this up. Like, this is documented. You can find it on Instagram. right. right but anyway going back to this story so now i get in my seat i got my ambien i got my my four or five jack and cokes if you ever see professor miguel at the airport don't talk to me you're you're gonna yeah. get some like degenerate yeah, mumbles. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so we land and uh, uh kenny comes up to me and he's like bro you almost got kicked off the plane i'm like what he's like they literally had to call the pilot to come back and i'm like <laughs> oh jeez i'm like i'm like for fucking what and tom's like wait that was you that was you he's like i heard all the commotion in the front you know i'm sitting in the back tom's in the right. fucking front i was like i was like what are you talking about and carlos is cracking up he's like bro i was like none of you stood up and goes fuck that dude he's like take you off we don't know you <laughs> i get to my seat i pass out i pass out right but because I was in that emergency row, I have to consent yes. or say that if the plane crashes, Absolutely. I'll assist. Yeah, you're the guy. So they're trying to wake me up. And they're, like, <laughs> shaking know. me. And the pilot's like, sir, sir. Finally, like, I open my eyes, and they're, like, rolling in the back of my head. They're like, are you okay, sir? I'm like, uh-huh. You have a role to play yeah. here. <laughs> they're like, are you willing to assist if this plane should go? I'm like, uh-huh. And they're like, okay. <laughs> so I'm watching this video, and I'm like, I don't know what's worse. My behavior, or the fact that they accepted they my accepted yes, it. exactly. I'm like, they accepted my yes. Like if that was a girl, and I was like, hey, you want to hook up? And she was like, uh huh. I'm like, no, this is, this is rape. But for the safety of everyone on the plane, right? Totally okay, I'm the man. Totally okay. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, that is not the plane you'd want to be on. If we like, open the doors. I'm like,
2: ah. Uh. <laughs>
0: So like Kenny showed me the video. The pilot's probably like fuck it, let him go. Dude, I'm watching the video. I'm like embarrassed for myself for like five seconds, and then I'm cracking Who up. Took the video, Kenny. Oh, he was shit. recording it because he's like oh, the no. row next to me and oh, behind God. me, so you can see everything. He's like, fuck. and no one, none of my friends would be like, oh, he's okay. No, they're just like, nope, boot him off, <laughs> boot him off. Let's get going. But uh, I, it happens, man. So yeah, yeah so Tom a almost missed the plane, story. but I almost got kicked off the fucking plane. Okay. They almost booted my ass. <laughs> Could you imagine how embarrassing that would have been? Me calling Steph, like, Why I did mean, not make it to Costa Rica?" Did you pick me <laughs> up. <laughs> <It's> like, what <laughs> happens? Like,
1: I took too many ambient and Jack and Cokes. <laughs> now, does Steph? How does she fly? Is she okay?
0: Totally comfortable. Is she? Oh, yeah, okay. doesn't give two shits. Wow. She's bump. like, it's
1: just little bumps in the air. I'm That's like, little, bump, little bumps in the air. We're in the air. You have to suspend something. As the plane is kind of taking off, you have to suspend the fact that, like, yeah, there's an excellent chance that if this thing goes down, I'm dead. Okay? But you have to kind of, like, embrace it, <laughs> you know? Embrace the... You know, I try to. It's hard. to the sky. It's I hard. Think. It's easier when I have my kids in my way. I'm not giving you advice. I'm just saying that's kind of what I do. I just embrace uh, the fact that, fuck, let's go, let's do this. Oh, I embrace it, too, yeah. with... Uh with medication okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i embrace the fact that if that plane goes down i won't even know <laughs>
1: and the good thing is that you're going down with people yeah so you're not alone in this yeah. whole thing you know what'll happen though i'll be the only survivor because uh- <laughs> my body was just completely
0: like limp i'll land in the ocean and be like oh fuck why am i all wet <laughs> that's how it is like it's the yeah it's always the person like when you hear like the story about people going down niagara falls and like they mm-hmm. just like go limp they like you know, they get like fucking shock and they survive. He was talking
1: just... about a dude that like that his house got blown away in a tornado, and because he was sleeping, he just the thing whipped him right out of the house. Nothing happened. woke him like about five hundred yards away, and nothing happened to him. Yeah. Cause well, it's was...
0: like when we talk about like a break fall in class. Yeah, we yeah. talk about the reason people get hurt because actually they try to catch themselves, yes. they tense up, and we're like, mm-hmm. no, you guys just let it go, let yeah. it happen, and you'll be fine. Yeah, your body's meant to react to st- to stay alive, but. Yeah, that's where my toxic masculinity goes out the window. Uh, you want to see all my, like, tough mindset go away? Put me on a fucking plane <laughs> and make that motherfucker shake. Watch quick how quickly quick, I stop. Quick I'm like, we're maps. done. We're, now I'm reaching for, like, my 60-year-old mother-in-law to talk me down. I'm like, please, mommy, please, <laughs> please make me feel better, old lady. I sometimes get, like, the uh, you know the,
1: the wet palms, though, you know, when the plane does a little oh, too much of that ride. That I get it. Dude, I,
0: there was one time I got so freaked out on a plane. I was younger. I was probably, like, 21, 22. Right. <laughs> And I think that's really what it was. I had like one really bad experience, like really bad turbulence that, that's the whole all you flight. need.
1: That's all you need is one.
0: And like like one of those where like literally like like my head hit the ceiling cuz we just oh, dropped God. so much. I was just like and the whole ride from Puerto Rico to New York right, and right. I was just like like I told I told the flight attendant. I was like, I was like I need a water right now. She's like okay, well I was like I need it right now. I'm losing my shit. I need it right fucking right, now. Right, right. And like my mom was like it's okay. it's okay. I was like no, it's not. I was like this is this is you know it's like panic and, attack time. Yeah. I was like, this is fucking horrible. And it was just like, boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom, boom. Scary shit. And then just dropping. And then yeah. I was like, we're fuck." and it's nighttime. <laughs> yeah. And there's like a storm. So like I can see the lightning. I'm like, we're,
1: we're dead. This is a wrap. <laughs> I had something like that flying back from Disney one time with my son. And the uh, there was way too much uh, uh, rain coming down into JFK or something like that. So the plane just banked and was just running a circle for about a half hour yes and I'm like I, I remember like because I didn't want to like freak out in front of my son but I'm like put the plane right put the plane right already you know mm-hmm. that kind of thing I'm like really this is a shitty feeling
0: it's I hate when they make you fly around the airport yeah I do because yeah. number one you're pretty low and that's when the turbulence is at its exactly. highest exactly because you're catching all the wind yep. from the clouds exactly. and so like, and you can feel yourself turning and then you're bumping and you're like I hate this I hate everything about this exactly Just put it on the ground that's exactly it
1: man absolutely oh, horrible. fucking planes question since we're towards the end here of give me your two or three best video games that you play i'm not a gamer so neither am i whatever neither am i i, I actually said to my son i go what, what are some good games <laughs> he's like well it's call of duty there's battle royale there's... Uh, listen i'm gonna be honest with you roy You're i haven't a played a video game in probably like five years so are you a madden guy
0: i was a big madden guy okay back when i was younger. Um, you know, I probably played Madden for 20 years, you know, yeah. up until about, I got like, you know, 25, 26, mm-hmm. and then I didn't really have time. Um, <laughs> I really enjoyed the UFC game. Oh, those are great. I used to play that all the time. Uh, but I would probably say Madden, and there was this zombie game that I fucking loved. I
1: so you weren't doing like it. Crash Bandicoot or like... Uh, I mean, that's when I was a younger kid. That's yeah, what I'm Crash saying, Bandicoot
0: yeah. was like the original. He was like the Sonic for uh, okay. PlayStation. You know, Sonic was a great game. You know I
1: was alive when Space Invaders first came out. On Atari? So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? This is where I'm going to pick.
0: I'm going to say Madden.
1: Okay. That's number one.
0: Madden's my number one. It's a classic. Yes. Rest in is. peace, John Madden. And NBA Jam.
1: That was a great one. Absolutely. Great one. You didn't play like FIFA or anything like that? Or, uh... I was never in FIFA. Okay. Uh,
0: a lot of Wayne Gretzky hockey. Yeah. The N64. Stuff like that. You know, the James Bond on the N64 mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But... What I loved about NBA Jam is where you would put your initials. Right, right. You could personalize things. Yeah, you could put your initials and you know, but if you put certain initials, the initials were codes for secret characters. Oh really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know so one of my favorite was the initials A R K. And you could play with Bill Clinton.
1: In basketball,
0: yes. (laughs) Oh, bro, there was one where you could be—you could be George P. Funk, Clinton. Oh, really? You could be all types of things. Yeah, they had secret codes. I did not know. You know,
1: Jet Moto was a really cool uh, PlayStation game. You ever play like Need for Speed or anything like that? Oh my god!
0: Of course, those are classics.
1: You know, classics. What about GTA or anything like that? Oh my god!
0: <laughs> yeah, I scratched that. You gotta put GTA up there. Yeah, I was part of the generation too, where like we played Grand Theft Auto when it was there. Like, it was you just know, coming out. Yeah, yeah, it was like a 16-bit game, and you were just like right. jumping a car and driving mm-hmm. around. And then, you know, GTA Three came out, and you were like, "Oh shit, this is, this is pretty fucking cool." And then, you know, GTA Three was a big one because now it's like the storyline, and it was actually like you were watching a movie. Right. Uh huh.
1: And then Grand Theft Auto Vice City came out. Yeah. And it was like, whoa. I remember Jason playing that. I'm like, you know, I'm seeing way too much shooting here. But Dude. Well,
0: Grand Theft Auto Vice City was basically Scarface. <laughs> right. That's I literally mean, what it was. Yeah. And one of the stations in the cars was all like the soundtrack from Scarface. Oh, was it was. And like the mansion was like, you know, uh, Tony Montana's mansion. Exactly. It was great. What I used to love doing was... Uh, and some comedian talks about this. He's like, if you ever want to know what kind of person you are, just play grand theft auto. You're learning a lot about yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll grab a bat, beat the shit out Finish of some old lady an old and lady. take her money. Exactly. I used to love picking up hookers and then taking their money. That was my favorite. <laughs> so that was, that was my thing. I, would, I would like pick them up and the car back That's at your Jones. Yeah. You know. And in, and in GTA vice city, you would pick up, you know, little kids don't listen. Ah, fucking they're listening. They play worse video games now, <laughs> but you would pick up the hooker. And, you know, she would get in the car and the car would just go like,
2: right.
0: it would just bounce up and down. And okay. that was it. All right. So that's what I was used to. All right. That was Vice City. Like that was the height of my like early 20s, right, end right. of high school. That was the shit. Okay. Um, little known fact, when GTA 3 came out, it was very controversial because at one point in the game, you could steal the helicopter. And one of the missions was you had to blow up a building. <laughs> Jeez. And it was like right after like nine eleven, and people were like, "Ooh,
1: we better, uh, we might have this. to
0: pull that back." Yeah, yeah. yeah. But eventually, like, just fucking keep it, just put it towards the end of the game. Yeah. Um, you know. But of course, people were like, "Yeah, I want to fucking." My
1: kid played a game called Saints Row. I remember. which was sort of the same thing. Where they very were similar. just like Max Payne was very similar too. I really that? enjoyed Max Payne. Okay,
0: he was a tortured soul.
1: So, what about like Need for Speed? Did you ever play? Oh, that? Wait, so wait, have okay. you seen
0: GTA Five?
1: I've not seen anything, dude. I, you know, come on, I'm way so too old.
0: I'm thinking grand theft auto vice city
1: uh-huh.
0: so i get gta 5 playstation 4 i'm super excited right, right, right. i got you. first thing i do steph is on the couch next to me uh-huh. talking to one of her friends i'm like this gta let's get right to it let's go pick up a hook right get my first yeah. kill learn how to switch through the weapons sure uh yeah the car doesn't just go up and down you can change the camera angles of the car and see what's happening and the girl's talking and you can pick what you want like do you want like this or this and then she's like oh yeah oh yeah she's and i'm like oh my god and then like you can't stop it it has to do what it has to do and then like so i'm like oh my god oh my god and steph's like you're creating what? porn so now steph's like what hold on hold on jessica what the fuck is this i'm like i don't know i don't know this was not on the last video game she's like can you please stop that And i'm like no i can't i can't <laughs> so and then when the worst part is, is so funny is the worst part is the the controller's you know, they, they shake. Okay. So like, oh. it'll be like, so it'll be like, you're vibrating. Yes. The guy's like, Oh, Oh, it's like, mm, 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 mm. and I'm like, ah, I like dropped the controller. I'm like, what?
1: I'm like, Oh my I God. I just came.
0: <laughs> I, that's literally what happened. I look at Steph. I was like, this game is not for children. <laughs> this is barely for adults. I was like, embarrassed being in front of her that we had. It. She goes, is this the video games you spent? I was like, this isn't what happened when I was a kid. It was just the car shaking. This is a whole angle. And then you can, you can go to the strip club, get a lap dance. Mm-hmm. And like the strippers are like showing you like they' I'm like, what the-? you could literally live it's a porn. whole different yeah. life. Yeah. Well, that's what that's, that's what,
1: that's what like the whole metaverse is going to be. I mean, well, people social just, media is man. They just create gonna...
0: this fake universe that you live. in. No, but
1: it's going to be real when people put these things on their faces You know these like Oculus uh, things. Here's
0: here's my question, Roy. Yes. How do you know that you didn't already put one of those on, and this is the game? Wow, that's deep. How do you know this isn't some total recall shit? How do you not know that you're already in the metaverse and this is all a simulation? Mm -hmm. I agree. Think about it, Roy. I don't want to think about it. It's just that means I don't have any free will. You're a 57 year old. (laughs) <laughs> Purple belt Jewish guy training with a 36-year-old Puerto Rican, Puerto Rican dude, dude who's your instructor, and yet somehow you have a podcast where you control the conversation. Yeah, I get it.
1: It'll make no sense, Roy. So in other words, that as I walk to my car, everything collapses around me essentially except what I know except what I see.
0: Yeah. And maybe when you sleep, the game's just being paused. That's what I'm saying. You don't know. That is deep. In total recall, Arnold didn't know that he was in the simulation. Right, right. He, there's no sense where it stopped. How do right. you know? When do you, you know? Don't, you don't. You go see the doctor. The doctor's like, all right, tell me what letter you see. <laughs> right. And now you're here. Yep. COVID. Donald Trump was president. Yeah. We got weekend at Bernie's as the president now. <laughs> all right. Shit's all crazy. Today they announced that cannabis might be able to fight COVID. That was on Bloomberg <laughs> Business. I'm like, I'm, I fucking, saw that. I'm like, what's going on right very, now? Very, very cool. What's going
1: on right now? <laughs> It, and, it, and, and here's the thing and it's not even like some like smart person it's actually a kid just like saying let me throw this option in the game let me throw this you know you're his avatar it's like <laughs> I got an idea let's make this
0: really horrible virus right and it'll kill people in the beginning then we'll downgrade it to a flu right and then we'll tell them that the cure all the time was smoking weed <laughs> it's like yeah bro let's do that and oh. we're all just like beep 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 that's all I don't know are. boy no free will baby no it might be all a simulation
1: I'm okay with that I mean, you know,
0: I don't mind the game that's going on right now. Let's keep playing it. Exactly. I don't want me anyone to unplug me. of like the <laughs> kind of like the hand that's going on right now.
1: So do you want to end on that note or do you have anything more important to say? Because we're at an hour and 45.
0: I'm going to say this because uh, we started off talking about toxic masculinity and yep. being strong. I don't think it's about being toxic masculinity. I don't think it's about being a feminist. I don't think it's about being anything. I think what it comes down to is respect yourself. And others. And others. Yeah, shut your fucking mouth. And that's it. And show as much sympathy and empathy and care as you do strength. Yep. Because there's strength in being caring and loving Mm -hmm. and understanding that maybe someone else's struggle isn't as bad as yours, but it's still a struggle and understand it. And if you're trying to accomplish something in life, shut the fuck up. Yeah. And be ready to suffer. Yeah. It's not gonna happen overnight. Love it. And be grateful for the opportunities you get, even the ones that you think aren't really that great. Yeah. Love it, baby. All right. And it's all a fucking simulation. Uh little <laughs> right. kids don't listen to this. All right, guys, tapping in. Hope <laughs> you this is a fun one. I like it. Did we talk about jiu-jitsu at all tonight? Yeah, a few times. Yeah, a little bit. We we talked yeah. about Doty. Term- <laughs> yeah. Break Breakfalls, Kamoras, all
1: that fun stuff. I do have a good Justin story, but I'll leave that for next time, I guess. I love Justin. Yeah, of course. Shout out to Justin. Justin. He's one of those
0: guys. All right, guys. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye.